to Sailor Moon Says, a podcast dedicated to the deep dub of Sailor Moon. I am your host, Ramis. As usual, I have here KRF, Kamen Rider Furry. In the deep dub, my name is Joey. Hello. And, join- <laughs> and-, and joining us today, we have VTuber extraordinaire, great fan of, of, of artists on the show. You, you, may have, you may have heard them on the Sonic episode of Ancient Anime. Also, in various other appearances on Saturday Morning Squad. And so, why don't you give us a, a warm welcome to Komi? It's good to see you again. Always, Hello. it's always, it's always, it's always so good to, to have you on the show and have you on anything we do because, like, you're you're an amazing person to do stuff with. You're you're always full, you're always full of like you're always just full of life and so full of energy. So, I'm really happy that, that you're here with us. I'm just yeah. glad that we have a guest that we're we're. I, I was gonna say have a guest. We keep finding guests that can tolerate my nonsense because Scarlet tolerates my nonsense too. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to imply she didn't. But Comey definitely knows how to navigate my weirdness and just ignore me if I'm being stupid. So kind of like you. Look, I was about to hold back within that. I don't know an hour or two about about why Final Fantasy 13 is bad and why you should feel bad. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> That's I mean, not about that. I actually made a controversial statement. So I was, we were talking about JRPGs. Not to get too far off topic before we even start the dang episode. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> but I was talking to my friends the other night, and um, I was just showing them all the different music videos for Scarlet Nexus, which is a fantastic JRPG if you have not played it. I and forgot about that, actually. I was like, I think I like it more than Final Fantasy Thirteen, And my friends just, like, stopped talking and just stared at me. And they're like... <laughs> what <laughs> like they're like you defend that game to the death i'm like i know but scarlet nexus is so damn good <laughs> and that's that and here's the thing like I, I like that's actually a game i would actually say you know i'm afraid to say it was like that's actually a pretty decent game so it's like uh that, that, that's actually not a hot that's not a hot take believe it or not that's, that's actually a really good game anyways we're talking about sailor moon yeah i actually had an rpg so we, we can go through <sighs> that like when yeah thank you because i was i'm i'm i had to refrain myself from talking about video games right now this is not about video games this is about an anime <laughs> I, I was I would say I would make a moon reference for Scarlet Nexus, but that's a, a spoiler for people who haven't played it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, speaking of the moon <laughs> and a reference that I can't make because it's spoilers, we have Sailor Moon here, which is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, friend of the show. <laughs> so, so usually when we have to when you have our guests, you, you usually ask them, you know, hey, you know, what was your history with with, with the franchise, and you know, how, what was your opinions on some of the things? Because you know, the, the idea of this podcast is that we are a podcast. Despite it being kind of like a nostalgia podcast, you know, well, it is a nostalgia podcast. I do believe that too. It's like it, I believe too. It's like we're a lot of us were at that we're at that age where um where this where this uh, where this dub would be would be very influential. I know I know at the time too. A lot of a lot more of the older crowd was kind of not down with it. But you know, now that we kind of aged into that that um, age range. I won't, and again, I'm not. I'm not gonna say like that. You know, we're old fossils either. But you know, I'm not gonna disclose our any of our ages. You know, even though I'm like close to, even though I'm close to sixty. But <laughs> oh but, my goodness, <laughs> okay, yeah. But the reason I'm the reason why I bring this up is that um, you know, I feel like this stuff is like a time capsule of it, of, it, of its own time, and we're gonna get to a lot of these goddamn references <laughs> to, to to a near time capsule. So I'm wondering, like, what was your history with the franchise, and like, what was your opinion then, and if those opinions kind of like still remain the same today? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so a little before the the history reference with for me with Sailor Moon, um, I'm gonna have to take you back, <laughs> like way back. This is before Sailor Moon. Um, 
this was during this is when my age is gonna show jeez as i hint this hint hint about my age again it's about towards the 80s and there is a tiny little show um once again i will reference the little um the little rental video store in garden grove it's not there anymore i know it isn't there anymore um they they hold a series called uh chodenshi bioman so yeah oh my goodness the thing is about this particular series that I rented from, um, this this is not. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's English or anything because no nobody knows about the series because this is Korean dubbed. Mm. So a lot of, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a bad dub. It's it, it's probably might be just cheesy here and there, but um, the concept and everything is still there. The violence is still there, and all I remember. Instead of blue three, I remember bio blue. <laughs> so everything is all based off bright colors. So I so the concept of a team show is there, and then it kind of dissolved. I think after I don't know, like kindergarten, I think. And then I think fast forward towards uh, I would say like about fifth or sixth grade, and I probably moved from to a different different place at that time and um I, i'm gonna send you guys a link on the chat so because how i got introduced by this show was this commercial Is so this live oh no god i haven't heard it i haven't seen like a like a tv commercial of it no no posters no anything that's the first thing I've seen on TV. <laughs> so, That's right, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of like I was like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> because I was, I was kind of like at that age of I was really growing out of out of playing dolls. I was starting to get into video games because I think that's when I started, you know, getting Sega Genesis, getting Super Nintendo, getting like a, a hand me down. NES that doesn't work for shit. Um, so yeah, this was the first time I saw that, and then nobody in my school really talked about the show until, oh boy, I guess give it a as weeks go by, it didn't. I realized it didn't affect anyone I know at school. It affected all of the girls I knew in in my formal church that I formerly used to go to, mm-hmm. like all of the girls in my age, in my grade, and some who are, I don't know, probably in middle school at this, who are older at the middle school at this point, started to get into the show. And it was insane because they were doing all the, you know, all the references, all the transformation references, all the, you know, yelling I'm Sailor Moon and stuff. And they all like had this, (laughs) it's, you know, they all have their, you know, character of, you know, who, who they're connecting to and who they are and they pretend to be that character kind of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, they had a group that's going on. It's like, yeah, I, I'm I, I'm taking you know, Serena and I'm Sailor Moon, yada yada. And th- yeah, everybody has their own character. And I'm just standing there and I'm going, what the what in the frick is going on? And then and then I started watching a little bit about the show. But then I slowly realized that B 
basically all my friends took all the characters that I know. Mm. So I've been kind of left out, and I get sad. And then, you know the funny thing is? Um, when when I listened to the sh- the the last podcast episode, when Vicky said that she made her own OC, I actually made my own OC as well, just to get, just to be with the crowd. Oh, it, it okay. was crazy because it was just because my best friend took the role of um, uh, Makoto or Lita, and then I was just like, yeah, my OC is like Lita's best friend as well. We're besties. <laughs> it was wild, and then I made oh, oh my god, I think that's when I made like lore. <laughs> My character that they were like Sailor's son. Yeah, mm-hmm. fun times. Yeah, that never happened. So I just kept that to myself. Yeah, I think that's when all my character all my um just just creating characters just started to roll in, but I didn't even know at the time. So which is funny to me when I th- think about it. And yeah, I think it was kinda like the I didn't really I I didn't really like watch it religiously. I just kinda watch it when they when I can, because, you know, I have to go to school and all that stuff. Yeah. I think I slowly start catching up on season... I think it was... I don't know what number of the season, but I know it was Sailor Moon R. That <laughs> when, when it got really dark. <laughs> and okay. that that's when, I think, Toonami was showing that particular season as well. Mm-hmm. And I watched that a little bit because I was just like, whoa, holy crap, this this got really dark. And I, and I can tell that they... All the voice actresses are... In the voice cast were, were a bit different, and I was just like, "Oh well, shoot." And and then I think I just fell off from it for a little while, and then I never really got to appreciate it, appreciate the show, um, until I learned about about you know where to find like actual um, of the of the Japanese, um, all the subs, and yeah, that's when I just started binge watching it because I was like, "Oh hey, it's nostalgia stuff." And then I remember it was like, yeah, that that show was weird, but I really want to, you know, take a look at it again. And I think I powered through all of the shows, and I was just like, yo, this the show is actually pretty cool. And um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, there were a lot of um, actually there was a lot of like certain scenes that still leaves me, but it's kind of a spoiler on R. But um, yeah, it, just a lot of scenes that impacted me still, and um. Yeah, just a lot of things that um I that I still kept and I know I think I entered in the fandom pretty late because um I know Vicky mentioned about the um gosh the 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 whole um Sailor Moon celebration thing event. Um I I'll, I'll just say I used to I used to volunteer that and that was kind of a mess <laughs> that I'm not going to get into. That it was really sad. Um yeah, I just never really like delve into the fandom uh, as much as Vicky is. I know she was much more involved with the fandom as I, than me. So, um, yeah, I just it's kind of sad because I I did cosplay um uh Ami or Ami here and there, but not really um not really as Mercury. So, but yeah, it's really sad because I still have the costume. I just never really I don't know. I just never really had the drive to just put it on or um i don't know i i probably got really um eh, turned off by the fandom and then i just it's just i think it's just in my storage for a while which is sad because i i believe vicky made that for me <laughs> for my for my birthday years ago 
it, it was a really well done. It was a super. Um, I think it was. Su- I think it was the super form. So, um, I just yeah I the know super. How mm-hmm. we've been friends for almost a year now, maybe even over a year. I don't know. I'm bad at keeping track of that. Uh, we've been friends for a while now, and I didn't know that you liked Bioman, which is like the second best season of Super Sentai ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, it's been my childhood, dog. <laughs> I I have uh I have bootleg DVDs of the English dub of that, and um it's mostly lost now, except for if you happen to buy the DVDs back in like the early two thousands, like I did. So I'm just kind of waiting in the wings for some like lost media person to be like, "We're hunting for this dub," and then I can come in and be like a hero and celebrity or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Toko is another. Another time and another story, but um, well, it overlaps with Sailor Moon a lot, though. Like a lot of the same. I mean, heck, um, I I mean, I don't want to toss in the fun fact or not, but I think one of the Toka writers were involved with the OG Sailor Moon, anyway. Yeah, so a lot of them are. And I want and I want to say too that Tokyushi was inspired a lot by by like by my Sentai, and I believe like one of the big ones that she was inspired by was um Live Man, which was like. So yeah, so it's like you know, it it it, it all it all it all kind of comes together here. You know, it it like you know, it's it's no coincidence whatsoever that that that's all that all, that's all kind of like um that all it's all connected because like it was it's kind of they're all, they're all kind of like forged from the same kind of um they're, they're all kind of forged no. from the same kind of thing. Yeah, they're all forged from the same plot. So. Oh no, like d- just you like the immediate parallels between Sailor Moon and Live Man are insane to me right now because I didn't even think about it because Live Man. Uh, for those for those who have never seen Live Man, because it is a, a fairly obscure like seventies or eighties Sentai. Eighties, it was like late eighties, it was nineteen eighty eight. Um, but they start off with three members, and then they're they have three members for an extended part of it. Uh, probably not quite half of the show, but right around that. And then they get two more members very quickly in succession after that. Very similar to what we're going through right now, because there's we've had this big chunk of. Yeah, like 15 or so episodes that's just been the Mer- Moon, Mercury, and Mars. So I, that's really interesting that you said that because I never would have connected the dots there. Yeah, and like I said, like, you know, like like I said, like, like literally the next set, like the first episode of our next, of our next block is going to have our next character come in. But, you know, yeah. that's for... That's for, that's for us. That's for the next episode. We're currently on what this is episode. Yeah, but first we have to be completely emotionally destroyed by mm. this arc that we're on right now. <laughs> but before that, is there anything else you would like to bring up? Anything else you would like to discuss with us about Sailor Moon? You know, from your from from like the before days that you would like to discuss with us. Oh my gosh! I mean, no, I mean, no, nothing really has come to mind right now. All right, then. So I guess I guess we should uh, I guess we should like jump like I guess we should just jump into these um these these episodes. We did episode seventeen through twenty of the of the deep dub, which was like what, which is like eight, which is like episode twenty to like twenty three in in, in in Japanese, which is like because like we skipped so many episodes. Oh, I had uh, them pulled wow. up, and then I, I yeah yeah well um. The episode where Makoto joins it, I think we discussed is either twenty six or twenty seven. So they're yeah. they're way off. So, but yeah, so like we're we're right here, like you know, we're, we're kind of in the nick of a lot of what's going on. So why don't we get to episode twenty seven? Why are you saying twenty seven? Well, that's uh, so. Why about episode seventeen, which is an animated mess, and we begin with the very 
but he's very, very southern ladies talking. Oh, oh, hold, wait, 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 one second. We, we, there was a skipped episode. I was trying to bring up the episode list as quick as possible. Um, so in between episodes 16 and 17, for us, there was an episode that was skipped that's called The Summer, The Beach, The Youth, and The Ghosts. Um, it was a throwaway beach episode, nothing happened on it. Uh, the reason that it was banned is a mix between it took away from the story arc, which I agree. Um, it, it really did. Because if you remember, the, the last episode we covered was um, the fake tuxedo mask episode, which yeah. really cemented Molly actually being in love with Maxfield Stanton slash Neflight. And then this episode, um, which this one kind of detracts from it, too, but at least it it does have some Molly Neflight moments in it and does push that forward. The beach one was just a complete like one off like chasing around ghosts at a beach thing it was a very throwaway it also had a lot of girls in bikinis which you know in the 90s that was bad i guess oh my and here's the worst part is like you like when we get to like episode 18 and like three like like they they could have easily edited because there's a really like there's a really really i'm so cool. mad i'm so mad episode 18 but we will get there <laughs> so yeah so like so episode 17 an animated mess um like i said we begin with we, we begin these we, we begin this episode with two really southern people talking about like animation actually no it starts off with with with, with usagi serena looking at a commercial for a sailor moon for a sailor v movie and she's like oh why don't they make it? like so like oh my god she's so awesome she's actually getting a movie this and that like you know your typical serena you know, your typical Serena. And then we cut to two anim two aspiring animators. They're walking around and like they're they're walking they're walking towards um they're, they're walking towards work towards the work and they're like, man, like you know, like you know, our boss, you know, our boss sucks. He wants he wants perfection, this and that, blah blah blah. And one of them loses their one of them loses their folder. And you know, the first thing first that came out of like came out of their mouth was like, wow, their accents are like super duper, like super duper like, uh, well, it's like canadians southern. trying to sound like southerners and it's just bad it's, yeah. it's and very it, very bad it's very obnoxiously heavy bad i was like ooh, ah mm. <laughs> no i guess even worse because like amy finds it and she's just like i guess i better take this back to them when i have to have time I'm like whoa amy god Whoa, whoa, where does where does Canadian accent come from, lady? Come on. Yeah. Well my, like, my favorite thing is that like Amy, Amy opened up that folder, saw that it was like sketches of the Sailor V movie, which is a high profile movie. Like they, yeah. they set it up that it's high profile. She oh, knows this is important. And then she says, I'll I'll do it after school. And then after school, she's like, It's too late. I'll do it tomorrow. I was like, this person's probably getting fired because you're lollygagging, Amy. Like, get your shit together. Yeah, it, it, it really bothered me. And it was just like, oh, it's that animation school. I'm like, what's the name of that animation school? Can you please tell me it's going to drive me insane? Well, that, that's the thing. In the original, I'm pretty sure they were, like, just adult animators. But for mm -hmm. some reason, they yeah. needed to make it a school. Which yeah. Which doesn't make sense because, like... Why would you outsource it's, it's, children? Yeah, why, or children why to like you, young, to young adults. It's like Jesus Christ, that, that's like slave labor. Why, why? Yeah, why would you outsource a big budget animated movie to students? Uh, that's, that's like really that's like going me. to the the uh, the cosmetology school to get the makeup and hair done for your like Marvel movie. Like it's like it's like you 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 go you go yeah you go to the cosmetology school just so you can like make them do like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like. <laughs> Like it's not they're they're not going to be able to do that successfully. This, but in the Japanese, I'm pretty sure they were just yeah. like that was their job. I don't I know. Think too, I, well, also, a lot of some weird changes sometimes. 
it should be noted too when it comes to like Japanese, like kind of how they work. A lot of animators work like freelance, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure what they like, pretty sure that like you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure what they like, what they were. I think what, at, at the time, like they're just freelance animators, and they're like, like you know, they, they had to make that like if they don't, if like, and it would have been more grave than them just getting fired. It's like that would have been like their livelihood and stuff like that. So again, we want to know, like, uh, like now what we do know. I mean, he's only watching Japanese, but I'm pretty sure that would, like, I'm pretty sure the change like a little bit, might make him a little bit more, a little bit relatable to what's going on. But oh. yeah, I mean, it could have been a small studio or whatever, but you know, sure, let's just call it animation school. They yeah, never, I mean, they never really revealed the name, by the way. It, they just keep calling it animation school. The animation school. The animation. I, I the question, animation though. school. This is this is more for Ramses because I don't know, um, I don't know if you'd watched other episodes than just the ones that we watched, Komi, but. When did Sailor Mercury and I guess Serena later too? When did they learn Maxfield's true identity? Um, because I don't, uh, I don't remember that happened unless it was in one of the episodes that was just like kind of fillery, boring ish. I think it's one of those ones. I, I'm pretty sure, but I'm pretty sure too that, that they, they, they kind of like they had, they had inkling of what was going on too. Because it's like well, whenever Maxfield Stanton came around, that's when that that's something evil will pop up as well. So it's like. Then, I'm pretty sure someone like either Luna or Amy must have put two and two together at that point. Yeah, but because when when because when she picks up the file off the ground, she looks up and she sees Maxfield driving in his sports car. You know, well, that um, happened before that. Before that, he's, 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 he's again. He's at he's at, he's at his like he's at his like you know his, his far away mansion. He's like find me someone, find me someone to like I could like take over and like ah yes, an animator. I'm gonna take over this person. And yeah. Like this, this guy is like doing six. This guy's like doing seventy on a, on a twenty, you know, on a public street, just like barreling down down the street in his Ferrari. Again, how does it? How the hell does he have that much money? And the Nega Force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just initial ding it, and and you know, a- Amy just apparently managed to glimpse on Maxfield's face or on uh, flight. Yeah, and she's like. I, I, I guess like, she saw the car because I, yeah. I would assume that no, that. Because they saw him drive the car at least once in the tennis episode. Yes. So they know what car he drives. So I think that she it was implying that she saw the car more than his face. At least that's the logical. Or, it, but it or, did look very silly that like she drove by. She's like, oh, that was Netflight. And like, girl, how do you know though? Did <laughs> did you check the license plate or something? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Maybe maybe it was well, left over from her supposed to be an android early on. <laughs> well, well, I, 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 but, but also too, it's like you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you just noticed this, but during the like, I don't know if it's in this episode or next episode where they're fighting, and you can see the back of his car, and it has like his like distinct like you know his distinct kanji as like a license plate. And, like I'm pretty sure he's doing the license plate. Like I know that symbol. Oh my God, really? That's that's like, actually like, hilarious. I'm like. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you putting this stuff out there so people could put two and two together? You do know Amy is super duper smart. As I wrote down here, Amy's the smartest person in the world because she realized Nephrite is Maxfield Stanton. Well, Nephrite doesn't know their identities yet. He doesn't yeah. learn them until the very end of his life, basically. So I guess I don't know. Maybe he just was getting cocky because he also like. But I also find it funny because it's either this episode or the next episode. Um, Beryl is mad at him, and it's like, where did he go? And I was like, probably his fucking mansion. And then it cuts immediately to his mansion, and Zoe sites there. I'm like, does she just not 
have the wherewithal to like do a basic Google search on somebody. Like, like, like she didn't, she didn't, she, she forgot, she forgot, she forgot to put a, 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 an Apple Air on them so they can, so she can, so she can geotag them. I don't know. I don't she's, know. She's, she's, looking <laughs> she's looking through her finances at the end of the month and she's like, this mortgage for a mansion, where did this come from? <laughs> Like, no, where's all the bills coming from? It probably didn't leave messages. <laughs> Jeez. That's a big it, it is dilapidated, but that's a big house, and Japanese houses are not cheap. And especially in the middle of nowhere, also. It's yeah. in the middle yeah. of like nowhere in the woods. It's often after the sites like he was, he was. I, I thought it was so funny that like Beryl was like, Where is he? And then it cuts to Zoysite like antagonizing. It's like Zoysite knows where he is. Like, why don't you ask, <laughs> why don't you ask them? Anyway, so yeah. Um, apparently he figured out like, oh, it's this person right here that that that's been doing that that's been having all this uh, amazing power of uh, amazing exertion of energy, and we cut, and you know and the person's like, oh, I forgot the name of the uh, the, the person that the, that's like the, the the person of the day the the Lori 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 so Lori is kind of jealous at Cassie because she feels like she's doing a lot more work and doing a lot more things like you know at, in t- on time and stuff like that. And you know, cut to a, you cut to a cute scene with with it, with her flashing back of like, oh, I, I have to use this, I have to use this like really nice pencil that we got like for like that that, that they good was a good luck for us. Like they look at it and it's like it's like a little nub at this point. It's like oh, like it's we've been using this up and I can't tell her because like you know, it's really expensive and it's, and it's like it's gonna affect our friendship. And then out of nowhere, fucking Netflix comes in, <laughs> and I'm like Netflix just breaking it in Yeah, you just decide to you know I'm just gonna. Come in without permission, just vibing. And it's <laughs> like there's no security. Nothing, nothing is gonna be more creepy than when he showed up at that little girl's house out of no. No, it's yeah. we're getting to something much later as well. Like, oh no, 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 no. But yeah, he they so he shows up and he does his smooth talking and he curses her pencil. And he's like, I'm okay, time to make my getaway. And fucking Amy's there. I was like, Amy, like, I love you so much, but like you're the most useless battle-wise of all three of them. What did you think you were going to do? Like, she's out there transformed, standing on top of his car, like, disrespectful. Uh, it was in that shot. It was in that shot where, he, where you see the back, where you see on top of, on top of his car, we see the back of his license plate, and it has, like, it has, like, that, that it has, like, kanji on the back of it for his license plate. Like, that's where I saw it. Shoot. Yeah, that was, it was just... <laughs> Like she really thought she was gonna one v one him. It was like, it, it's like when you're playing Overwatch, she p- pops out her little pew pew pistol. It's like, girl, what are you doing? You're dead. Like, yeah. it's not gonna work. It will not work. So, so I said, like, what? You're you're only at this point. Your only your your only pool of, of ability is throw bubbles, make things and make things yeah, ice. Create a fog. And, yeah, make fog. That's it. It's like you're not gonna be you're not gonna be doing much much damage at all unless you like no hand hand con. She's like I, a storm no much more useless like cousin. She just makes fog. Oh my god. I have no idea what her game plan is when she's on top of the car. Is she is she gonna be like I was like it's like stop right there. I have the high ground and you can't stop me. <laughs> and then she got freaking pushed aside. I was like, Oh Mercury, I love you girl, but you shouldn't have done that. The only, <laughs> the only one that can get shit done is Ray. Like <laughs> The only competent one on this team right now. That's sad because she has spell tags. She could cast fire. Like, dude, she has useful abilities. She does martial arts. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh, sorry, at, at least she. Uh, but like, yeah, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure she's like, look, I'm gonna go with it there. Hopefully, he gets scared, and maybe, like, maybe if just maybe he'll think that you know that the rest of them are nearby, so they so he'll run away. Like, no. But 
Regardless, we're, we're, we're looking way we're looking way too deep into into this. Basically, yeah. Fine. <laughs> no, basically, yeah. He's like, yeah. He just like he pushes Amy out of like like no. He he realizes that it's not it's not a it's not a fight worth fighting for. So he just pushes that pushes her out. He drives away. And in in all seriousness, like it's nice to see some of the different sailor soldiers shine on their own. Like mm-hmm. even though we full well knew Mercury was about to get straight up murdered if Nephi did away. Like, it's still nice to see her being proactive on her own because so often, especially I noticed it really heavily in the last block of episodes that we watched, that it would be uh, doing something and they would show up to save her ass in the nick of time and then she would get to do her cool finisher. And it just, it it kind of delegated them to, like, backup dancers almost, in a way. Mm-hmm. And so seeing Amy, like, take priority, like, this is what should have happened in the episode with the the park that was going to be bulldozed like her taking an initiative even though she knew that she would probably lose the fight like stood up there and so like we're making fun of her but it was still a pretty badass moment and it was a screenshot like if you if you watch the episode and pause it with her standing on the car all once you get past the funniness of her basically destroying the hood of his car um with her boots <laughs> once you get past that uh yeah it, it was given it was given very season one of rupaul's drag race where they had the photo shoot on top of the car and everybody's heels like damaged the, the <laughs> they tried to stand on yeah uh, and like i said like, you, know, you are correct where it's like you know it, we're seeing like we're seeing the scouts being proactive by themselves and that and that when i'm always glad whenever they do stuff like that it's like yeah it, it's it's good to see when we, it's good to see them as a team but whenever they get to shine by themselves that's why i think that's where like yeah it, it's what it was the, it was what was missing from crystal like not to harp on crystal crystal has its place in the fandom and its reason for existing but when it, it, it's those little moments like this that you miss out because they the manga was monthly so it it moved at a much more rapid pace in order to keep the story progressing and mm-hmm. the anime was able to slow it down a little bit and have these moments like this that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. So basically, afterwards, um, a- Amy gets in contact with with Serena because she's like, "I think something's up with something's up with like the animation studio. I think we better go check it out." And then she calls up Ray, and Ray's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll be I'll be right there right, right after school. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And she appears, <laughs> and she's not in her school uniform, and they call her out for it. They're like, "Girl, <laughs> did you skip class to go?" Also, also shout out. To- also, shout out to Goldfish. Warning: We get to, we get to see more of the more references to that. Yes. We. I think. I, I think. I, I think. I think later on. I think I found out like like as we were talking about the la- in the last episode. Um, the the reason why the reason why there's a lot of Goldfish um, um, Goldfish warnings things on it is because the person who directed this Maple Town is a, is directed by Junichi Sato, and Junichi Sato is the director for this series and then the first part of Sailor Moon R. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. There's a lot, so like if you're wondering, like why is there so much goldfish warning? Why is there so many Maple Town references? It's because they're made by, get directed by the same guy. They got to do that back in the day. They got to put yeah. in the little references and stuff because mm-hmm. it wasn't as big of a deal. But now it's a lot harder to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but- I I also want to point out that because um, at this point it's just become basically a meme where I track random phrases. They say sailor business again in this episode. It never fails to make me laugh. Because when because Ray Ray has the moment where she gets exposed for just wanting to get autographs, which by the way they want to get autographs for animators, which I understand. Like I understand that it, it was necessary to move the plot forward, but like are animators really that like individually popular? Yeah, because yeah. I've never I've never heard of like standing. I've heard of standing like an animation company, 
but not like a specific anime or unless they're like really big like name obviously like miyazaki or something like that like which even no. though he was more like writing and producing but the thing is in, in in japan like they, they do they do take a lot of like respect to the animators as well because like they do they do like whenever they do appearances like that they 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 tend to do a lot of um they, they tend to put a lot of like a lot of effort to like make sure that, that they're putting the spotlight and two you guys are gonna realize one thing she's there to get autographed for a sailor v movie so that she can flip yeah she's a she's a con artist i love her yeah she just suddenly turned into a con artist which is like hilarious Not to me suddenly like she's do you remember the episode <laughs> where she was like policing who could talk to the photographer guy like she's always in this oh movie. gosh i forgot about that <laughs> and i'm like but yeah she, she's like I, I had a sudden flashback of this of like like poor poor peter Cullen. poor peter Cullen. the guy the guy's the guy's, oh. a, the guy's an amazing dude but yeah they keep harass they keep harassing this guy to sign things it's like stop oh. Don't Aww. do that. Don't do that to him outside of a convention. Just be nice. Be nice to voice actors. Don't 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 harass them. But still, like yeah, that's what that's what that reminded me of. I was like, oh my god, Ray, Ray, you you poor child. What are you doing? So the they move on from like the the very next scene is one of my favorite scenes out of all of the episodes that we watched. Go for it because of how stupid this scene is. It's very short. It's another Zoicite as annoying the shit out of Nephrite for no reason, mm-hmm. which I, I live for Zoicite being annoying. Like, I connect with this person on a deep level. Uh, but Zoicite <laughs> comes in, and, like, Nephrite is real frustrated because, like, his plans have been going well, and Beryl's mad at him. And he's drinking, obviously, very, very obviously liquor. Like, it's in, like, a little... Um, I forget what you call them. The, like, the little small glasses they use for, like, whiskey. yeah. It's in one of those glasses, and Zoysite's like, that lemonade isn't going to help you. I was like, Zoysite, that's not lemonade. <laughs> Honey, that is not lemonade. It's I understand. Mike's hard lemonade. I understand for, like, in order to get this to pass on television, you had to say that out loud so that it's not an alcohol reference, but that is not lemonade. <laughs> and then uh, she said, like, the only other thing she says is... Um, she's like, Beryl is very concerned because there's a lot of movement in the Gemini sector. And like, what is the Gemini sector? They don't explain it. They never come back to that. They like, I understand the monster is the Gemini monster, but they've never mentioned like different sectors of the Negaris or anything. So this line just, I rewound it a couple of times. It's like, what is she fucking talking about? I'm pretty sure he was referring to it. like, that's how, that's who they, I'm pretty sure he's like, we realize you summoned a monster, like, 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 you know, behind our back. So like, what the fuck? It's That's the, how I interpreted it. Gemini sector. I just don't, I don't understand. I, I really don't. But yeah, I, I love that scene. Anytime I can get Zoysite being annoying on, t- on my television, I will take it. Um, yeah, I, I, I just... Exactly I, I, the I, most I, popular of the first season villains, too. Like, mm-hmm. everybody loves Zoysite. I was going to say, I, I wrote down here, Zoysite just arrived just to roast Nephrite. <laughs> to, that, that's that's the entire purpose. After like 30 seconds of roasting, just like, I'm out. <laughs> This person's a true hater, and we—I'm all for. It. And it's—it's it's so funny because, um, like Sailor Moon, Deke. Well, I guess not Sailor Moon. Deke is very famous, and um, it eventually four kids kind of picked up this mantle of editing out as much as possible to cram in as many commercials as possible. Mm-hmm. These episodes are insanely short, even for American runtime standards, because they edit so much out. And then they have um, like the like sometimes they would take out the opening when they were playing it to put in more. Sometimes they take out like the today on Sailor Moon or the Sailor Moon says to play more commercials. So like it's heavily edited down. Like when you take out the the 
the bookends, like the Sailor Moon says at the end, and today on Sailor Moon, it's like 19 minutes an episode. Yeah, that's pretty much right. The fact that they left in this like 30 second scene of Zoisite just being an asshole, and not only that, them having to explain away alcohol is just baffling to me. The decisions on what they cut and leave in just seems so arbitrary, and I absolutely that's one of the reasons why I love this dub so much because it's just so asinine what they decide is acceptable or should be left in and what shouldn't. This yeah, like I said, when we get when we get to, when we get to, when we get to episode when we get to episode seventeen or eighteen, mm-hmm. oh god, like oh god, the editing the editing work is just like all over the place. But then it, like some of them make sense, some of them doesn't make sense. We'll get to that when when, when we when we get to that bridge. So back back to back to the main story. Well, Serena and um, Ray are and Amy are all in the are in the are all in the um, animation offices. Amy. Um, Ray and Serena are like just are are are, are ugly and they're being very loud. And oh God, <laughs> yeah. And, and, comes, comes and, of, and Lori says that her plan is to kill Sailor V at the end of the movie, and I'm just like, animators don't get to decide that. Like they just <laughs> won't use your pictures. Like you don't you don't get to make that decision. Like I'm sorry to be that kind of person, but Lori's like talking how she's gonna murder Sailor V in the animation. I'm like, but. You can draw that if you want, but they're not going to include it in the movie. I promise you. They put on the Blu-ray, but not on but, but not, not, not be, the other cut. A deleted oh, scene. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was literally up to that. So like, yeah, Laurie is like Laurie's just like apparently she's like now super like super in, in the like mega force powered. You know, she's like she's been she's been isolating herself in animation in, in like you know in her own office doing a lot of this animation, and you know she gets a call from she gets a call from the director. The director's like, "Hey, this is incredible! I can't, you know, I'm when we do a sequel, you're gonna be the main, you're gonna be the head animator." He's like, "There isn't gonna be, a, there isn't gonna be a sequel. If I'm gonna kill Sailor V." I'm like, everyone's like, "Like, I appreciate, like, I know, I know, Amy, I know Ray, and I also, you know, like, they're like, oh my god, that's just from the Negaforce. But she's a, but I'm pretty sure everyone was like, what the, fuck is this, "What the fuck is this lady talking about?" Yeah, I was like, "Did they did?" Did they give her enough sleep? Because holy crap! <laughs> no, they never give animators. They never sleep. give. They no, never get animator sleep. I've been there. It's a nightmare. I don't recommend it. One hundred percent do not recommend. <laughs> yeah, I do not recommend that. Oh, I, I, I was like that. I was like that last week. Oh, that's why you guys forced me to take it. That's why you guys forced me to sleep there, Conrader Fury. Yeah, because you need it <laughs> for basic human functions. You sounded like a crazy person more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So so apparently so like she summons a monster from she summons a monster from from the pencil and it's like and like like it's a Gemini it's a Gemini um um form monster and I find it's like you know like they work in tandem but they also can't agree to it which is very much a Gemini trait in my opinion where it's like is like, you what <laughs> it said excuse you you're oh okay to, you're talking I'm not, to the I'm not Gemini making over here anything I'm re- I mean. And I need to make a reference more to the fact the other shy host called the Sanctia Cosmocast, which you can find at sccosmocast.com. Again, the address is sccosmocast.com. Funnily enough, so this was the first thing, the the first piece of Sailor Moon that I saw. I, I wouldn't say it's the first episode that I saw because um, the show used to air in, in Central Time Zone. It would air at 3. Mm-hmm. and um, Or no, 3.30 to 4, sorry. Because it, it would be Godzilla before it and then it would be sailor moon and then dragon ball z um and so i would make it home my i was the last stop on my bus line so i would get out of the bus at like five minutes till so i would remember running in and i wanted to watch dragon ball z because that was all the rage at school 
but I would be catching the tail end of Sailor Moon. And this was the first episode of Sailor Moon that I saw any like on television of. And it was this Gemini fight. And the first, I know they're just, they're the most throwaway monster of the day, except for one of the monsters that we get later on that barely gets any screen time before she dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like super unforgettable monster, but it, it resonates so much in my mind. Cause it was the first thing that I saw in action for Sailor Moon. So this, I was waiting for this episode just because I wanted to relive that nostalgia. And it, it, it they do look really cool. Like, I'm not just being biased because I'm a Gemini and I love Gemini stuff. Like, they, they look really cool. Yeah. I do find it funny that they copied, like, one is basically a copy of Mars and the other is basically a copy of Mercury. So basically, half of this monster is useless, just like Sailor Mercury is. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. Like, why? It's like, you could have copied Sailor Moon and Mars. Like, why did you copy Mercury? You made I don't... it useless. Yeah, they only lasted one round. That was it. I think I think they wanted to have like a fire and ice type of thing, where it's like we can kind of complement each other. But it's like uh, when the ice guy, when the ice person is, you know, I wouldn't say useless, but she's good on her own. But so it's like, why would you want to be copying that? She doesn't have an offensive attack. Her 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 powers are very defensive, not offensive. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't really make super sense to have it as. I understand like the yin and yang and like the dual sides of it, like one's for attack and one's for defense. But even when you calculate, yeah, her attack is for defense, it's still not that defensive. I hate to be that person. Like I know she gets made fun of by the fans a lot for this first season, but like they really should have given her something to defend herself with. Yeah. But you know, because because of that, because because not, not not just not just because of like one of the one of them is one of the, one of these one of these swings is is kind of like kind of drew the short stick and and um didn't and didn't get a good move set um and also they started bickering against, against themselves they were able to get they were able to get defeated by Sailor Moon Sailor Mars and Sailor Mercury with a tandem attack which I love those I love it when they do that when they do stuff like that because mm-hmm. I always love when they do their group attack. So afterwards, we have to we cut to another scene where it's like she's like Lori's crying because like she can't believe what she's she's been doing. Lady. Oh, uh, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie. Yeah. yeah, the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So Cassie and Lori are, are like they're having a little moment with each and and like all of a sudden Cassie's accent just mysteriously disappears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did actually. Like she's like she starts talking actually like a reasonable human being, and then like I I think there's like another take where they're like look. Fuck it, we're, like it's four thirty afternoon. We got room for this one take. Like, fuck it, man, let's go. Yeah, we're done here. Yeah, we're done here. But it is a good, it is a, it is a sweet scene, regardless, because it, it it does show that that, that you know that also too. She's also using her, her pencil and like, oh, you know, we're we both been doing behind our backs, but you know, we were all trying to do it for the better for each other. You know, but you're we so best friends. That's the and end then- of the episode. I, right, right before the end of the episode too, Zoisai. There's another super short scene with Zoisai and Malachi, where she basically just is like, "Have fun being dead, hetero," and fades out of existence because Beryl is officially over with this shit. Like Beryl <laughs> kind of has a hit out on on him now, but but for some reason just doesn't research where he frequents, so he just gets to live in this mansion rent free. I guess I don't know. But yeah, she, she Zoisite pops in and is like, Beryl's really pissed at you. Have fun being dead, hetero. And then just like, <laughs> like rose petals out of there. By the way, that's the name of the episode. I'm going to phrase it very differently. So it, it, like, it, so like they won't be cut out by, by the algorithm. And like, oh, this guy, 
you know, I'll, I'll find so, I'll find something funny, but I'll, I'll put that. Well, that's the name of our <laughs> that's the name of our episode. Oh my goodness! Only to that extent. Again, again, I know I can't use some of those words, but it's like I'll find a way. Trust me. Oh, so, any, so, um, any closing thoughts on this episode, Comey? Gosh, um. I'm so glad this is the very first episode because I haven't seen this particular episode in a while because as someone who actually majors in an like arts and media and animation, I was just like, wow, I kind of have, I've been through like um, just animation experience in, in general. And yeah, it's pretty, it can be pretty stressful at the same time. So knowing of sort of the ins and outs and how, how a studio runs and works, um, yeah, I think it's a pretty fun episode. It's very sweet. And also, holy heck, if you're trying to find very expensive supplies, uh, it's not worth it. <laughs> because I've, I learned a lot of a lot of cool tips and tricks when it comes to, like, I, I believe just on 2D animation in general and paper. I've done traditional animation before. It's fun, but it's sometimes it's frustrating. But, um, yeah, I just... I, I think this episode was super fun. Alright. <laughs> By the way, full disclosure... Like I like I knew about this, but I did not choose the episode. I didn't choose this episode. These group of episodes because of that. So like, don't think like, oh, we're gonna hit this episode. You, that, that you you. No, it's just like you're just you you're just you're just the first person. Like you're, you're the next person in line that we that we, that, that was and it just so it just so happens that 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 was the next episode in line. So it was all a happy coincidence. So I think like oh like we 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 find the no it it was all like it was all just a coincidence. Just good timing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ray, any final thoughts? Well, I this episode made me realize how much of my life was shaped by Sailor Moon abridged. Um, oh. Because in Sailor in the in, in the Sailor Moon abridged version of this, they made uh, Lori and Cassie lesbians, <laughs> and for some reason that cemented in my head that like, yeah, Sailor Moon abridged like over exaggerated it, but the lesbian vibes were still there. They really yeah. weren't. The vibes were so like, there, actually. Yeah, I, I, I was about to write that down. I was about to write something down. Up on the super lesbianness, like. I, I could see how, like, you could infer it, but, like, I thought it was, like, super blatant that they were, like, in love. But it was, it's something, it's one of those things where, kind of like with Precure, like, are they best friends? Are they lesbians? They'll never tell us because it's a children's show. Like, it, it kind of gave that vibes more than, like, super blatantly obvious lesbian. But and I, I was just say, like, full disclosure as well, I wrote down something and I wrote, I immediately scratched that off immediately, something to the extent of like, yeah, these, these, two, these, two, these two are making love to each other. Well, I the, the last note I have is, it says the lesbians make up and everybody watches how gay they are. But, <laughs> I, but, but in reality, that's just okay, no, Yeah, the thing is, I you was know, about to write, I was like, are they gonna kiss or something? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? Uh, for, never, mind, never mind the last one. That's our new episode. That's the name of our new episode. <laughs> the lesbians make up and everybody watches how gay they are. <laughs> Perfect. Even better. Yes. So uh, do you have any final thoughts, Ramses? I'm still, I'm still trying to steal your hosting gig. I know you, I know you are. I know what you're trying to do. You're like, you're gonna like throw me underneath the bus, like Zoe site. <laughs> I have my eye on you. Have, have fun dead, being dead at a row. <laughs> which is not, oh, yeah. which you're absolutely, which you're absolutely completely off base because I, because I'm, because I'm by. Oh my god! Look, look. Look, if you even like one woman, you might as well be hetero to me. Okay? Fine, fine. Wow. Fine. No, that oh, that was but a joke. I'm not. I a know. I know. I, oh yeah, that and was a joke. I forgot to add one thing. I forgot how freaking savage like certain line certain lines are, which surprises Ooh, yeah. me because I all of those savage lines gets over my head. 
And then I was just like, I don't recall all these characters being savage. Cause oh, they are, they are burning. They, like, I'm pretty sure like, they had like, they, I'm pretty sure they workshopped all those sick burns before they, these, before they started talking. From Luna to, to, to Ray to Queen Beryl. Oh, oh my god. Again. Yeah. I, I just wanted Joyce, to add that. Yeah. Joyce, 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 I just, I'm pretty sure they have like a lot of like, I'm pretty sure they're, they're like the, the king queen of, 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 uh, of zingers right there. They're, they're, I... They are just, they can just like, they can just look at you like, oh, they, they'll, they, they'll, they'll instantly bill you to death. And, yeah, I just one, wanted to leave that out. <laughs> That's all I had to say. <laughs> one thing I would also like to note is that, like, while Zoicide is confirmed to be female in mm. in the stub, do you notice how far and above they go to not use pronouns to talk about her? Mm-hmm. Like, That's it, it feels a lot more respectful than I remember it being. I remember it being, like, super homophobic, but I, like, and I don't know if it's just nostalgic goggles or what, but in this rewatch, I don't feel that it I, I feel like it was something that some executive made them do and so they really just lightly danced around it for the most part. So why I, I guess I guess I guess one of the things I can say is that you know they, they I guess they 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 like because of standards and practices they kind of had to yeah. like, they kind of like had to play around with it instead of them being forced to do it. So I'm pretty sure like well we really can't say like you know people are gonna kind of like people who know or like you know like we know that you know Zoe Sight's a guy in this one he's very androgynous and but we have to make it to a girl, but we also want to keep that aspect that, that maybe that that he that maybe he might be you know that maybe he might be a guy. So we're gonna just like leave. That's why um so like we're gonna leave it up to the air and not make like make them make you know light of the pronouns just yeah, to play it, just to play it, it safe. Felt a lot more a lot more ambiguous than I remembered it being. Yeah, and I think it's just yeah. because there was that knee jerk reaction. Like once you find out. Because like when you're watching it originally, it's not a big deal because you're a kid, you don't have any idea. But as soon as you're granted that knowledge that you could have had a big ass homo on your TV and they took that from you, it is a knee jerk reaction of like that's homophobia. And and at at its core, it is unfortunately mm -hmm. like anytime you erase queer people from media, that is a version of homophobia. It is mm -hmm. it is like a some kind of you know in that realm but i feel like the people on the ground level that were piecing this together didn't make that decision obviously and it i feel like it shows that it wasn't their decision they're just kind of trying to appease the you know the standards and practices gods out there to, to let so, but, the, but, the, but in, a, in a way in a way they were they were progressive in a way in their creativeness yeah, because they they I I was paying attention to this block of episodes specifically, and I don't remember them using any pronouns for Zoisite other than other than just saying like I think they might have said they one time or them, but mm -hmm. for the most part they just say Zoisite's name when they're referring to them. Yeah, and that, that, that's why like when when I refer to Zoisite, I was referred to as a they them because you know. This, I will this be, particular I'll be using she a... because we're in the Deke world, like but but know <laughs> that it's oh like. If I had my way of it, it would have been he from the get-go. Um, because it's it's a long-standing trope in Japanese anime that um, effeminate villains, like like effeminate men, because of Japan's com complicated history with homosexuality, effeminate men, regardless of if they're gay or not, are seen as villainous. Um, and that's why you have a lot of super flamboyant anime villains throughout history. Um, because it's just a trope that stuck due to a negative stereotype. So it made sense that 
this super effeminate gay man was cast in the villain role. So that part I'm not mad about. It's the the censoring of that that I'm upset about. But it was done tactfully, I will admit. Like I this is not a, a dunk on Deke hour, two hour, three hour, however long. No, we can dunk on Deke in the next episode. <laughs> that, anyway, that... we have episode 18. Well, well, well okay, let me give my let me give my let me give my quick thoughts here. A fun episode. It was like the the like the but the part the part of me just means so much is like the accents, like the, from the the really from the really southern accents to like to like Amy's Canadian accent suddenly slipping. That stuff that stuff always tickles me pink whenever I had to hear, it and I always get a laugh out of it. But I really like these episodes. I know I know that like there was a bunch quote unquote sailor business, but it was a fun <laughs> episode. To, it was a fun fun episode to regard. So why don't we go to episode eighteen? Hi, Harry Fur. Why don't you why, why don't you uh, why don't you get us started with this one? So um. This episode is a Molly episode, which the, the last three episodes are going to be Molly episodes. This episode is funny because I remember this episode, but I also get it confused with another episode with a similar plot line of like trying to find a specific princess that happens later on. So like I was having, I was very confused when I was watching this, but essentially there is a, um, princess coming to town that's going to showcase have this big um jewelry showcase and she's going to showcase this crystal and this is where they finally start letting us know what the big overarching plot of this season is and that's trying to find the imperium silver crystal the silver crystal the imperial silver crystal the imperial crystal the imperium crystal whatever you want to call it it's got like 75 names but that's what they want to find mm-hmm. and they think that this girl, because she's a princess with an expensive crystal, that this might be the moon princess. And I've kind of harped on it throughout the show because in the dub, they really like Luna just offhandedly will mention, you know, don't forget, we got to find the moon princess, but we've never had them set down and discuss that that's what their goal is. So it's a little bit frustrating. They keep peppering this in, but this is the episode where we finally get a decent explanation of what the Sailor Scouts are trying to do and and also what the Negaverse is trying to do. So Molly's mom, um, or sorry, um, not Molly's mom. Um, there, there's, this, there's a big expo that's going on. Was Serena's dad is what I was going to say. It's getting to go. Yeah. And it feels like everybody is able to go but Serena. And Serena just wants to go because she wants to be at like a pretty party, basically. Mm-hmm. Um the the it's under the guise of wanting to help out the sailor scouts but really she just wants to go to a pretty party which is yeah funny. but so, but before there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of things that before yeah i was so, just given like a general overview of the episode yeah but like so one of the things that so like in the at the beginning we cut to serena she's like oh i'm gonna be late oh wait why is why is this traffic jam and then she sees she sees molly and molly's like like spaced out and it's like and she's like are you okay are you like? Are, are you okay? You know, are, are you need any? Like, are are you are you are you there? And I wrote down Serena. She had her she had her powers sucked out out of her a couple episodes ago. Why are you treating her like this? For God's sakes! <laughs> yeah, and Molly has like a flashback to being abused by Neflite and like romanticizes it. And I'm like, girl, stop it! You you were oh, like no. 14. Stop it. Uh, so yeah, that was like that was one of the very first things here. I was like, I'm trying to trying to make sense of my notes here. Like, there's some. Um, like, I don't well, like... Mel, well the, the, so they talk for a second and, and Molly's basically just explaining how she's in love with Maxfield Stanton. Serena, at this point, Serena knows Maxfield's true identity, so she's immediately against it. But before anything can happen, Melvin jumps in because 
one thing that I've noticed is that like when they need to have exposition in these early episodes, for some reason they just give it to Melvin. Mm-hmm. Like Melvin explains things to everybody. Um, so Melvin comes and explains that the traffic jam is because everybody's excited about the princess or Princess Diamond is her name that's coming in, and um, everybody like they're going to do a big showcase. Like I mentioned, everybody's excited about it, and then Luna overhears this and is like, "Oh, this might be our princess. Like this might be who we've been looking for." Um, I guess who Luna's been looking for because certainly the other three have not been. <laughs> no, they haven't. No. They haven't. <laughs> And then um, not to be not to be that person this early on, but I mean, like, did you ever think that maybe the person with moon in her name might be the remembrance? Maybe. <laughs> just, just maybe it, bro. Mm. alert. Uh, um, but yeah, so then we cut to the Negaverse and get the Negaverse's take on what's going on. And we get to see Malachite. I didn't realize that he was in so early. Yeah. So I, oh. Yeah. Like I, it's it, same with Zoisite. When we first saw Zoisite, I didn't realize that she was in so early either. Like I knew that she fought with Nephlite, but I thought it was closer to these block of episodes than the last ones that we did. Yeah, uh, but not, like mm-hmm. like all we have three generals at the same time, which is not something I ever really remembered happening. Honestly, yeah, even, yeah well, even though Malachite's more of just like an advisory role at this point, and not. Yeah, really I won't. I won't hear it. Malachite's here petting Zoisite like a, like a cat that they are. Yeah, I just put yes, get it, gays. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he gives her the worst advice too. Um, so because I quoted this uh, because basically um the the main the main tension for the next few episodes is Zoys you find we find out that Zoisite's job is to find the Imperium Silver Crystal. Uh, um Neflite is there to gather energy. Zoisite has apparently been doing recon on the side in between harassing Nephlite, um to find clues for the Imperium Silver Crystal. And now Nephlite is kind of moving his, um, because he, he sees an opening to where he can use Molly basically to gain access to this exclusive thing with, with uh, Princess Diamond and mm-hmm. find out if she's the princess. And Zoisite is very upset by that because that's her job. Like that's Zoisite's job. And, and Malachite's, uh, Malachite's uh, advice to her is, and I, I quote, you've got a lot to learn, Zoisite. Desperation is the best motivation. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I That's wrote some toxic that. ass fucking <laughs> advice. I wrote that down too. I was like, what the heck is happening? Desperation is the, the best, best motivation. motivation. <laughs> Good God! There's so, uh, there's, so, there's so many there's too many good there's too many good names for this episode that are, that are flying by me. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, well, it, you, you got to pick one, man. Flip a coin. It, it also or, like came to me that like Malachite and Zoisite, like Zoisite is the bratty sub, and Malachite is like the reluctant dom. Like, oh my God! Bring in his bratty little boyfriend, and I love it so much. I, I love mean, their dynamic. Dang! Holy cow! <laughs> So it's, yeah, but, am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. You're not wrong. That's pretty much. That's pretty that's much on, them. Honestly. Yeah, that, that that's spot on. That's that's spot on. That's why I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> you're you're not wrong, <laughs> boy. So basically, you cut back. You cut back to the. You cut back to the main story with with, with Serena, and she's like, "Oh, I want to go. I want to go see the princess and this and that because it looks it looks like it's so much fun." And I wrote down here, Serena, you have a device that can make you think and transform you to anything. Right? Yeah. I mean, they were talking about it, and I, I, I just immediately thought, why don't you use your disguise pen? 
And then she keeps whining about it. I'm like, dude, why don't you use your disguise pen? And then she finally did it. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Uh, yeah, so, he, so, oh. so before that, but before that, like, yeah, we, that, that's when she comes back to her house and she sees her dad. She's her dad, like, already dressed up. And I wrote down here, too, because, like, the last time we saw we, we saw Serena's dad, she was, he had this weird flowers voice where he said, yes, hi, honey. <laughs> yeah, they died. How are you doing? But here it's like he's like I wrote down here. At least it's going down Dad's voice. He's actually sounds like a human now. Yeah, because he's he like, yeah, I have lines to... now. <laughs> yeah, he's not trying. He's not trying to exaggerate the voice in this voice. He's not sounding like he's not trying to sound like he's just trying to make things up on the fly. But no, he's like, yeah, I have to go. I have to go do this because like I have to go do this thing for 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 my for my job. Which you know, if you know, he's a photographer. Which we actually do figure out there. Like he's a photographer for the newspaper. So he um. He, he says, like, I have to go do this. And like, I promise I'll take lots of photos for you. And it's like, you know. And she's like, oh, but I want to go. And, but then, like, she leaves. And it's like, and it's like, wait a minute. I have to. And it's like, thank you. Yeah. Someone yeah, remembered it. She says, oh, I can use the disguise pin. And everybody else is like, oh, that sounds like a bad idea. And I'm like, why? Why would that? Why? <laughs> like, you, none of you got invited to it. You need to be there because you're pretty sure that the Negaverse is going to be there as well. So you want to make sure that the, you're there for security. So you've got to get in somehow. So why not use the disguise pin? I will say that when she used the disguise pin and then just walked past the guards, like, why didn't they just do that in their normal clothes? <laughs> like, because she just... She did the thing. She did the thing where they took a she took a quick glance at the at the at the guest at the VIP. It's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm so and so. Like, uh, okay, yeah, you can go. You can go in. Yeah, and, and also it's worth mentioning. Um, it was a really quick scene, but this is the first time that we see Darian um his dreams because he he kind of hinted that in in the last block of episodes that he did that he doesn't know who he is and um like he has a mission but he isn't quite sure what it is and now we see that princess serenity well the the silhouette of princess serenity um is in his dreams urging him to find the silver crystal so now we have his motivation as well it's one of those weird things where it's like uh, like like uh, like everything like everything is accumulating to like to this to this exact thing because that's one thing i realized like the, the, the scouts are going. The scouts are going out to, to see this princess because, like, they they want to figure out what's going. On. The Negaverse wants to wants to wants to get the wants to get the princess because like, they want it because she has a crystal. The Tuxedo Mask wants to go there because he realizes that that's that maybe she might be the princess that he's looking for. So it's like all three things kind of concur together. And I thought it was really brilliant how they how they handled that. So Serena so, gets drunk. <laughs> oh no! I mean, in, in the Japanese version, she does get drunk. Like that's actually what happens. Uh, in this version, she spills juice on her dress, and that's what upsets her. Mm -hmm. um, but no, she's definitely wasted. <laughs> like she's oh, a fourteen-year-old yeah. oh, drinking, probably for the first time, and just gets trashed, which is relatable. Um, and then uh, we see that Darian decides to show up, and um, he, but he's dressed as tuxedo mask, and he also was not invited. But he just kind of waltzes past them and goes to see serena too like like what is with the security this is like a priceless diamond and they're just letting people waltz in without any kind oh, of oh speaking of waltzing in yeah and then maxville stanton just kind of waltz in like everybody just in here for no damn reason and then no 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 even before, before that yeah because like like you know we figured out like oh yeah uh molly's there because like she she, she didn't want to go because like she thinks it's boring and stuff like that but then she sees maxville stanton and she didn't and then Nefrite takes over her body so she can go to the princess. Yeah. So she can... 
he says, do I make you feel uncomfortable? And I'm just like, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, you oh, oh, oh my God. Next, no. no, the next episode. Oh my God. I have a note. I have notes. I have a note here. That's like, that's like, I can, like, I literally says here. Oh my God. I hear the police outside. <laughs> the, the calls are coming from within the house, sir. We, um, yeah. <laughs> I hear, I hear sirens. They're, they're circling around me. As I, the more I watch this episode. Anyways. So yeah, she takes over the body and she, horrible yeah he like possessed oh, her oh, oh god, god. This episode, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get canceled for this entire episode i swear to christ it's so funny too because like um if you were around for the initial uh i know it was at least the initial tsunami promotions for this show um i don't know if it was the um, when it was on the usa network and the other networks before it went to tsunami but they this episode in particular just like i felt like they took almost all of the promo material from this episode because like serena being in the dress was used heavily the ghost uh Neflite's ghost monster thing that they defeat in this episode where it was like a spirit or whatever that's used heavily molly being like collapsed on the ground is used heavily in the promotions for stuff yeah and it's just so weird like this was the episode that they decided to pull all that from because this is not a very regular episode like the fighting is pretty minimum uh, it focuses much more on the human drama of it because we're getting into Molly's story arc now. And then there's not technically a monster of the day either. It's just like Neflite's aura that's, you know, doing all the damage or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, but, and not only, not only that, they, they kind of, they kind of took, they kind of like, they, they it's like one of the, it's like one of the most egregious uh, things of censoring I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That's what I was, <sighs> was about to say. Like they, they ruined the the dub the, this is the one thing i can forgive them for a lot of things i can, can forgive them for the name changes i can forgive them for editing out some of the nudity or implied nudity i can even forgive them for the zoicide incident but this was so egregious because this was the i like if, if you ask somebody from another country other than the united states what the iconic moment for sailor moon is this moment is one of those moments that they're going to tell you almost every time because this was they put so much key animation into this sequence they made it look beautiful they it really cemented that serena was the one that was going to end up with darian slash tuxedo mask and not mm -hmm. ray like this is where that really started to set in but it was completely cut out because essentially the possessed princess diamond or sorry possessed molly goes and um is she pushes serena out of the way or maybe it's after is it no, it's afterwards because like she she goes and she introduces she introduces yeah the oh yeah because in. molly has her stupid evil voice that's right i oh <laughs> yeah i forgot about that molly. yeah that's <laughs> it, it. So oh they and, the and so the ghost gets transferred to princess diamond and then princess diamond starts acting the fool and she pushes serena and serena falls off a balcony and tuxedo mask grabs her hand in this version they immediately reverse the footage to make it look like Tuxedo Mask pulls her up. It's so <laughs> obvious to even somebody without any knowledge of editing that that was not what should have happened. I know the worst part. Like, that, that's not the worst part. The worst part is like, like they cut back. They cut back to a scene earlier where they're clearly not. They're not the same. They're not. That's not clearly the same when they were. Just to say, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, you know you want to go. Yeah, down with here. her like walking down the stairs like she was trying to catch up with everybody else real quick. Yeah, that they. they I'm like. I'm calmly like, walking down the stairs it's fine don't worry about but it <laughs> in the japanese version though she falls like she actually falls and tuxedo mask falls with her and she uses her parasol and they kind of have this beautiful floating sequence where like they 
finally connect beyond being like comrades in battle. They they finally connect romantically, and it's such an important moment. And it really makes the payoff later when they find out each other's identity so much more worth it. So I I just I feel robbed that we didn't get that scene. Like it's so egregious. Yeah, yeah, that's I, really sad. Yeah, because it was it was one of the more. It, this was like like they changed so much from this episode, and then it, it tells because like you know the whole plot was like oh the princess she, like. There, there was implied in, in, the, in the dub that, like, she, like, you know, that they would bring someone in for her to be a stand-in because, like, she's look, because she's look kind of like, quote unquote, ugly. But you know, but uh, I, like, I guess, like, I, like, they used it at first and then they kind of like dropped it immediately afterwards because it's like, oh, well, she's out here now. We got no use for it now. But in the manga, it's implied that you know she, you know, she's not really that, she's not really that desirable because she has like really thick glasses on, so she looks kind of like Melvin. So. Um, so you know, but you know, um, so like the Melvin's like the one she's like, oh my god, she looks so attractive, this and that, blah blah blah. And but there's a the, what I love about the manga is that there's a part that they do that shot where they where they do the shot, but I think that it happens because like she's being tipsy and she tips over, and that's when it happens. And like it's this beautiful two page like just this two page spread. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like one of the most memorable things. Like the like the very first like the, in the first book that that hits you right away that that, that happens, and it's like. That's not here in this. It's not. It's not here in this version. And it's like I was expecting that, but I was like, I I was laughing. I was both laughing. I was like, oh my god, they actually had the, they actually had the cojones to do this. They actually went in and edited that the most beautiful scene in this in the entire in this first entire arc, and it's now just like, are you okay? Yeah, okay, go downstairs. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's <laughs> even more funny because, like you said, this is our first manga accurate episode in a very long time since Ray joined the team. Because in in the manga it goes Sailor Moon, Sailor Mercury, Sailor Mars, then this episode, and then Sailor Jupiter. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the few like manga adapted episodes that we get, and then they butchered it. And I'm just like, no, like this is important. Like I understand you don't want kids to like, because because it, it it I don't know. It, it, on one thing, on one side, I can see like that being something that kids might want to mimic, thinking that they can use an umbrella to jump off of a roof or something and then get really because that that physically does not work that's not something that will ever happen you have to have bird hollow bones for that to work it will never happen even if you're a little kid that only weighs 50 pounds Mm -hmm. like like it's it just won't happen but so i I can see why they would do that but also like it was so iconic and it, it just hurts my soul that it's not there so, but also this also this also does another really bad implement. It implies something really horrible as well. This implies that that's that Ray and Amy are just standing there. Oh God, yeah. But, but is, she, that, is she gonna jump from there? Because, <laughs> but there's like, we should go help. And it's like, <laughs> now I have to make that. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm taking a note to make that meme now. I just I make memes for every episode now. Yeah, but still, it's like, it's it's implied now that like they're, they're just looking at they're just looking at them like can't be there to help her, right? You know, get down there. It's like they're, they're hanging on to your life. I was like, this this show, man, it's both it's the greatest episode, but also what the fuck? This is like the most what the fuck thing we we had so far. Oh my god, and it's, it's gonna get worse the next episode. Um, so 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 the monster finally appears. It's just this aura of of Netflight, and they defeat it. And then they realize, oh, that's not the crystal we're looking for, and that's not the princess I'm looking for. And then we cut back to it, 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 they, they another another really egregious like like thing they edited out because like it's like oh I'm I'm gonna keep on eating some more. So we cut back to Serena back back at back 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 at the back at the party, and she starts drinking. She's like, okay, yeah, you're 
clearly not drinking. Clearly, that's not a punch you're drinking. And she passes out for some reason and took the mask grab, you know, puts her to the side and they kiss. Again, I'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff was like so shoveled around, but it's like, wow, this, the, 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 oh God, the editing just like, ugh, I don't know what to make of this episode. Anyways, any final thoughts? Call me. Um, gosh, the editing in this episode is so weird. It's still weirds me out, and I'm, I'm I still get weirded out by that reverse. <laughs> I'm just going to rewind. It's like a like kid me just rewinding it over and over again. You know, it, it feels like it's that. And gosh, can can I just quote how how horrible the receptionists and the security guards were in that party? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were terrible. And that, that really bothered me, and I hated like, it. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think, I, but you know, if, if there's one thing I'll say right now, yep. at least they're being consistent in the universe they're in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because like, sure. okay, so we had that episode, we had that episode, um, yeah, we episode, episode two, talk radio. The security was there to stop to stop Jedi to like to go in and and you know, and do his video, and do his radio show. No one stopped, no one stopped, Jedi, no one stopped, and that's why when he tried to get into, tried to get into, tried to get into the, tried to get into the studio, like. No, no, try, no, you're trying to get to the animation studio. No one's here to stop anybody when they're, when they're, when they're trying to get to the princess. So at least they're consistent. In, at least they're consistent. At least in the universe, they're consistent in their ineptitude. So it's, it's just like storm, it's like basically stormtrooper consistent. Yeah, they can't shoot for shit. <laughs> so that's basically it. But yeah, um, gosh, I forgot how there were so many important parts in the. In this episode cut out and i totally forgot about that until you know krf pointed out and i was like oh shoot yeah you're right yeah i totally forgot about that and geez louise yeah it's oof yeah it's yeah. this episode's a mess <laughs> i i hate to say this because i didn't really i didn't really wrote a lot of stuff aside you know hey this and this happens no same here too but, like, yeah. oh, but i knew i knew the back of my brain's like oh my god it's like I, I was like, I, I was writing down notes, and then the editing started happening. Then the edit started happening. Yeah. And that's when my brain broke at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, and then like, and then the next up, the next episode happened. I literally have like three paragraphs of notes that literally, that's literally me screaming, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" <laughs> <laughs> it's the Superman scream, screaming, "Stop!" That's how it is. <laughs> but uh, but but, Carter Furry, please, please guide guide us out. Please please tell us what your thoughts on this episode. Uh, I th- th- again, this is a really good episode in my opinion. I think that the editing was suspect, but I think the core of the episode is there. I'm glad that we're finally we finally got a little bit more of an explanation because when when I'm watching this, I'm trying to watch it from the mindset of is this the first time that I've seen it? Like it, it, in that situation, what would I have thought? Like, obviously, not the entire time, but part of it is like, does this make sense for people that are brand new to the show? And, uh, like, this episode, yeah, it it makes sense, but you can tell that something's missing from it, and I think that's the main issue mm-hmm. as, is that you could definitely tell that something's missing. Uh, other than, like, you know, it, like, the episode was starting, was flying, and then the edits start happening, and then that's, that's, when, that, that's when the episode lost me. I mean, honestly, same. It's like literally, it's like like you know when you edit, like literally, you can literally pinpoint the, the exact moment where this episode started losing me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's like you know, I want to say it's like the worst, but it is also one of those things where it's like as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, ooh, like like 
like I could like as well things was like look I'm willing to forgive a lot of things I'm willing to forgive a lot of things about the, about, the, about this particular region that's why we do a podcast about it it's just that's one of the things I was like you know what maybe these old maybe these people that are cynical maybe these people that are making fun of this on this regards maybe they maybe they were right maybe they were maybe they were, they were all right on that like, so like 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 I'm willing to I'm willing to meet people halfway and this will be one of those things where it's like you know what in terms of like bad editing and how and how, how if you want to talk about egregious editing and how things are. How it, how it loses a lot of importance. That's one of the things I will. You know what? I I will concede and say that, that yeah that was a that was a bad move on their end. I know also like like I, I know I look at this show at the rose rose tinted glasses, but at the same time too, I also know when to concede. <laughs> so episode nineteen. Oh my! I was watching this episode of Full Disclosure. I was I watched this episode on oh, when I was in when, when I was when I was when I was my that trip at WonderCon with uh, with Vicky you know, Scarlet and. We just we looked we looked horrified at most of this episode, and I was looking. And I was rewatching it again. I was even more horrified. So the episode starts with Molly just like thinking back about about uh, oh Nephrite, you know how how they how they were almost all the times they met, met each other, and she's and and she says I uh, I have a crush on someone. Do you have a crush on somebody? Um, no, first things first. So Serena's like, hey, you know what's going on? You're kind of spaced out, and he's like. Yeah, I know, I I know, I am, but uh, I have a special someone. And sh- and Serena says, "It's not that that time you had a crush on Joy Lawrence, right?" Joy and I'm like, "That's that's just says that joke." And like like not not even a second later, she says, "I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna fucking say it. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say this next line. I'm not gonna say it. Carry carry on. You you want to you want to say? It? So I'm not I'm not gonna subject Comey to saying it either. I didn't have it written down. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't. I, I haven't. Dude, I I'm not gonna say it. Oh, well, yeah, I, exactly. Don't don't. What's not let's not mention what she says because it is like I literally like I all I wrote down when she said this particular like oh my oh my effort oh my fucking god the podcast is fucking canceled we are done and I wrote down even more I hear sirens stop I hear sirens I think they're I think they're breaking down my my boy boy door now please stop you know. Of sirens, I could hear sirens from <laughs> from down the street. Actually, oh no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh no! Whoops! <laughs> so, all I'm gonna say is, go find this episode, and you're gonna be horrified about a whole like just the horribleness of what she's saying. But what Molly's saying here isn't that's the thing. I, I'm not gonna repeat it. Neither of us are gonna repeat it. We're like, you gotta see it to believe it. I can't believe someone said this, and like. When we were young, we didn't think much about it, but as an adult, holy! Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure it didn't age well, for sure. Oh, t- so. Yeah, I'm just well. saying, so... Yeah. So, cut back to Nephrite, and like, she's like, you know, I gotta find a, I gotta find a, a, a MacGuffin to, like, find the, to find the, to find the crystal, so he makes a downing device through, like, through, like, through the stars itself to find the crystal, and, like, so, they're basically... <sighs> Basically, it's implied that and Carmen Freddy brought this up already, but it's going to kind of come, come full circle that uh, that Molly is in love with 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 with, with Maxwell Maxwell Stan, Max, and she knows that the, that who who and, but Serena knows that who she really is. So she's in a weird dilemma where she cannot say like you know she cannot that like she has to tell the truth to her friend. So she goes to talk to um she goes she goes to, she goes to talk to to uh, to Andrew at the arcade, but Andrew's with someone else. But they're like, hey, you know, why don't we all? And then um, um, Darian comes in, and Darian's like, hey, what's up, meatball head? You're gonna hear, you're gonna hear, waste your time again or something like that. They're like, no, I, I have, a, I have a problem. I think you better go get something. And like, 
Um, so they they all they all go to a cafe, and she spills everything out. And and uh, Andrew, she he's being very um passive aggressive with it. He's all like he, he's very much like you know you should um you should um uh, you know I I I, I you know you should you, you should just it's let like them wait. Like, you should wait and see. Is basically it was yeah, wait and see what's going on. Like don't 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 be proactive. Like I think like like because like first because first she asked Amy and Ray, and Amy said wait and see, and Ray said that you should tell her. And now she's asking uh, Darian and Andrew. Darian and Andrew. Well, she's asking Andrew and Darian's there. And they give the same advice. Andrew says, wait and see. And Darian says, no, you really should tell her. Like, you owe it to her to tell her if it's a bad person. So it's just, again, it's just this weird, like, they needed to do it twice, I guess, for whatever reason. And like I said, I wrote down here the notes, Darian and Ray are right, you know. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the few times I was like, you know, and again, this this is trying to show like you know a little bit more emotional, like you know that like they're trying to like the characters are trying to mature to them, to each other. You know, Ray, you know, we, they may be bickering, but they also, but she's also giving some sound advice. You know, Darian, he might be a jerk, but he also has, you know, at, at the beginning, he's also trying to go warm up to his role and trying to warm up, warm up to be with with, with, the, with the team as well. So it, we're starting to see a little bit of that as well. So he realizes that. Uh, so Nefri realizes that you know. That Molly work work the Molly's mom works for works at a jewelry store. She realizes that there's a really expensive there's a really expensive jewel that she that she has and she needs it. So I don't know how to phrase this without sounding like I'm like without this sounding like more horrible than it looks. But um okay before that because I wrote down here because like so basically she takes all Serena takes all that advice and she goes up to to Molly and but she's like. Essentially gives the Ramses like explanation where she's like going on about a million miles per hour and not giving like a concise thing and she leaves and runs. Yeah. Essentially <laughs> like, what, uh, essentially what I would a do. Really bad guy. You really shouldn't have anything to do with them. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'm gonna go eat dinner now. Goodbye. And she just moves out and I just wrote down. <laughs> yeah, it was very intense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how that was a response. Like, uh, okay. So how do I? Okay. So Nefrite appears and. She asked Molly if she could, like, if like, if you're devoted. No, 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 stop. stop. <laughs> this is such a hard episode to do. Oh my god. So basically, he's, he's there and she tells him, like, look, can you, like, get. Okay, okay, there we go. I'm just going to TRDL it, just, just, so, just so you get cut to the point. He, that fight asked Molly if she can get the diamond. And she gets the diamond and she runs out and. I wrote down here because like she like her mom's like like you know what are you doing? What like what happened? And she falls on the ground like like she like like a really exaggerated way. I wrote down here where did I go wrong? And she gets the crystal and like it's not the crystal that it is, but she starts getting an aura from uh, from 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 Molly. And the rest of the other guys come in and they're like, okay, cool. Um, you know, let's have a random Yoma appear, a random monster, and they fight that random monster. Well, the the monster was sent by Zoysite. Oh! Zoysite thought was upset because this, this is kind of pulling in from the last episode because it's it's Zoysite's job to find the the crystal. So she's pissed that Nephilite's kind of impeding on her territory um, because Nephilite just kind of had the opportunistic opening where he saw... Oh, uh, so, yeah, basically they summon, a, they summon a monster and they fight the monster and that it but you can tell it's like at the beginning like he's starting at like Nephrite trying to have like feelings towards uh towards, towards Molly a little bit. I'm like 
<laughs> this monster was set by Zoisite, wasn't it? Because it was, it was, it was I the so. yeah. Kabuki monster. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so, so it was, it was, okay, I wasn't completely mistaken there. Yeah, yeah you, this, you, you weren't wrong completely. So. This monster was sent by Zoisite because she wants, like, basically at this point, uh, Nephilite is kind of on the outs with the Negaverse mm -hmm. because uh, Queen Beryl is pissed at him and uh, he creates this crystal that's going to help him locate the silver imperium crystal or the silver crystal or the imperium crystal or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, a, 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 crystal, a, 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 a crystal, crystal finding crystal. <laughs> I was going to say a, a crystal downing device. Yeah, like a dousing. Is it yeah. dousing rod? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah, a, a downing rod. That's what, that's what they call them. That's really what it is, honestly. So. But yeah, so um, yeah, I, I mean, it, the monster was definitely from Zoisite, though, now that I'm Sorry, I, I got a little bit distracted there. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. No worries. No, and not just that too. It's like I, I, I have to screw around so much. I'm so sorry. It's just like, like when we get to like again, like when we get to like our final clap, I'm just gonna say ill, 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 all the ills. Just, but yeah, so so yeah, he's in the out. He's starting. He's starting to get feelings. He's starting to be like, you know what? Maybe this, maybe this evil thing is not what it's cracked up to be. Maybe I should do something else. And that's how the episode ends. So. Uh, um, Komi, your thoughts on this really disgusting episode? You, you're gonna be okay, man. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> I'd be fine. I just gotta be careful on how I word things. It's um. Oh gosh, what do I think of this? Um, it's it's very. It's just the more I realize certain things, it's just it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's a very uncomfortable episode. Just the realization of what's going on with um with <laughs> Molly. <laughs> yeah, it's just very like, oh right, yeah, that this is the arc, the very tiny <laughs> arc that's going on. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> not fun, not fun times, really. That's yeah, because all the time I'm I'm just thinking, oh yeah, they're building this up, and I and then part of me realizing, oh no, this is th this is one of those things that did not age well whatsoever. So mm -hmm. yeah, it it would yeah I oh, yeah I, I'm glad I didn't dive into forums at this time of what um, people think. Oh boy, I'm, I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure it's like this was done today. It's like oh my god, like everything. oh yeah. It, it would not go well. <laughs> and you and I, like, usually I'd be a staunch defender of all those things, but even I'd be like, no, no, yeah, I'll, I'm yeah. with you guys. I'm with you guys on this one. Like, no, 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 I, I can't, I can't defend this. All right, furry, please I, save us. Episode, to, it, to kind of focus on a different aspect of the episode, because one of the other things this episode provided us was a better look at Molly and her as a character, mm. uh, because up until now. There, there have been two traits that Molly's had. She's boy crazy, and she's incredibly loyal friend to Serena. And it's in this episode where we find out what's the first priority, unfortunately, um, which kind of sucks because um, it made me feel not really at the time because it, when when you're younger, um, again, this this kind of aids to the uncomfortable topic. Um, for anybody that's confused, there's just a big age gap. Well, it's not just yeah. there's a big <laughs> age gap between these two characters. It's not legal. I don't even think that in Japan that this would be legal <laughs> um, at the time, even though they had lax laws on that kind of stuff. It's very uncomfortable. But it's not the, safe for life. The, when I was when I was younger, it didn't I didn't dawn on me 
as an adult, obviously it dawns on me, but I think the most disappointing part of this episode, because unfortunately this is just a core part of Sailor Moon canon that this relationship sort of almost happened. Nothing explicit happened. Mm. Um, spoiler alert, he dies before Molly is able to even give him a kiss or anything like that. So nothing nothing actually happens. It's more implied, cringy, like, like icky feelings. But the part that upset me the most is that Molly chose a man over her best friend where her main trait so far in the series was how good of a friend and how she was always there for Serena. And Serena was usually there for her um, (laughs) for the most part uh, until Sailor Moon Super S where she just doesn't exist anymore. Um, And, and and it just was a little bit disappointing. There was even a point to where um, Sailor Moon like comes to save Molly and at this point, she doesn't know that's Serena, but still, like, she's upset that, like, she's she's being, like, blocked in this situation where, forget the age gap, she's, the this man is a, a, a evil monster criminal. So, like, the age gap is gross, too, but also, like, she's in grave danger, and on some level, she knows that, because at this point, she's seen some of the crazy things that Maxfield slash Neflight has done, but she's still wildly in love with him, so the fact that she's that blinded by love just kind of made me feel disappointed, because it's, like, really, like, it, it just seems so out of character for what we've known from her so far, um, of course, the, uh, Malachite and Zoysites and the monster out to follow them around and um um Zoys or sorry Neflite saves Molly from the monster which kind of makes him even more important to her because now she he saved her twice now mm-hmm. so now even though he's also put her in immediate danger like four times these two times outweigh that in her head for some reason and it's just it's it's just a very it's a weird episode because not a lot actually happens outside of them really trying to hype up this relationship and we're starting to see now that it's not just one-sided because up until recently Neflite has just been kind of using her and now we kind of see him actually start to be a little bit more human and we find out later on that the reason why is because he's not actually a negaverse monster he actually is just a human that was given like powers kind of like sailor moon and her friends do so he's starting to get some of his humanity back it is a very important episode i understand both of you are being uncomfortable with it i i don't want to make excuses for it i want to make a stance to say that it's not right but also there's nothing i could do to change it and it doesn't we i mean we also we also have that with serena and darian have a problem oh yeah that's also a it's just something that you have to unfortunately deal with in the series and i understand in the culture that we live in now especially on twitter like if this were to come out now twitter would be canceling it left and right because they people only see bits of it like sailor moon is so much more than this these couple of episodes mm-hmm. and I, it just like i it's it's hard to get through but at the same time they're also really well written really well animated really like this you could tell that and and this is also what saved sailor moon from getting canceled this story arc because sailor moon was on the verge of being canceled because they only had moon mercury and mars they and fans really wanted the other senshi and it was getting kind of stagnant it was turning into like a more slice of life um monster of the week everything resets kind of uh 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, sitcom type of yeah. thing, like where everything yeah. resets at the end of the episode. And that's not what anime has ever really been for the vast majority of it. So it was, th they were really on the verge of being canceled. So these episodes are super important. And I understand that they, in, in the context of today's age, are hard to watch. But I, I implore you to realize that the, the, I don't think that Naoko Takeuchi had anything ill in mind and that Japan really, it, it, they had, I don't want to say different values, but their, their culture was different. And this well, to, be fair too, the, to be fair too, this, 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 was, this was something they never This was something they never touched upon the manga. Naoko still had a lot of input for the anime though. Like a lot of, a lot of um, stuff, but, it, but anyway, don't, don't blame. What, what I'm trying to say is, that it's important to view things through the context of when it was created. And if this was created in today's age, they wouldn't have had that. They would have moved Darian back to being in high school and not having to be in college for no reason, which, yeah, they, they did do that. And then they wouldn't have had Molly and Nephilite, which they also didn't do in Crystal, which because it wasn't in the manga for the most part, but mm -hmm. also because it, 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 even in Japan by today's standards, that would be problematic. So, yeah, um, it's, it's good. It, it it needed to exist i guess these episodes needed to exist but i the in context they are hard to watch so that's that's all i'll say with that i am not condoning anything that neflight does he is a mm. villain you're not even you're not supposed to like him so this could just add to one more reason but don't let it make you hate the show no it, it, oh, no it it would not actually <laughs> no but I'm, no. you guys but you know no, I, 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 I'm taking a piss out of it because that, that's mainly what it is. But I was the same time too. It was like, it, like it, it's less, it's less, I'm, it's less like, oh my god, like this is like you know, I hear like you know, it's less like I'm gonna cancel this, but more like, oh my god, I can't believe this, like, can't believe I'm listening to this in like today's context. So it's, it's less like, oh my god, like yeah. it's like it's, you know it's, what I mean. It's a hard, it's because it's a nuanced topic, and nuanced topics are always hard to do because, again, with today's age. Somebody could easily go in and clip out me just saying, "Oh, this wasn't this situation wasn't that bad," and take the context that I provided around it and use mm -hmm. that to cancel me. And I'm fully aware that that could potentially happen. I don't think it will, but that's the kind that that's how Twitter operates now. Is people take hyper specific clips of things that people are saying out of context. These are nuanced topics. This is not a black and white area. To, like. It, it, I would you call Nephlite a pedophile? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. I know that's a because that's a really harsh word. Like, technically, yeah, he was a grown man that was attracted to a, a child, essentially a teenager, like a young, young teenager. But also, he had a lot of nefarious, like, undertones to it, and he never really acted on it in in earnest. He was more manipulative, like, emotionally to this person than anything. Oh else. yeah. Oh yeah. And, absolutely. And so there, there's just a lot more to it than grown man likes little girl like there and and it sounds gross even grazing it like that but there's a lot to the situation yeah uh, it, I, it bothers I, me when people don't look at the entire picture they just look at one instance because i've seen people say oh that gave me the ick and i couldn't watch anymore and i mean that, that's fine if if like mentally that was your shutoff point but there's a lot more to the situation than just that gross part no Absolutely, like I like. There's, there's so, there's so, there's, there's a lot more good, but it's just like in, it's just one of those things where it just kind of caught me off guard. That, that's what it was. All right, now we go to episode twenty, which is friend in wolf's clothing. So, can I just yeah. say before we start, like the first note that I have for this is Molly is depressed, Ollie. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Molly is depressed, Ollie. Because it's it literally starts with her like sighing and looking into a pool with her feet like dangling in the water. No, no, that was a, that was a previous episode. No, th- that was the start of this episode. No, this, to... the start of the episode is starts with the same, but she's at a she's at like a playground. Yeah, it was. She was sitting on oh, the was... on the edge of the slide, I, I was... believe. Oh, yeah, my bad. Oh well, I this was like you're not I, wrong. Uh, well, to be fair, episode nineteen, I also started. Molly is depressed, <laughs> so it's I always had... it's always like on the edge. It, it, which is like weird to me. It's like it's on the edge of the pool, and now she's on the edge of the slide, kicking sand. Yeah, or so, so it's like you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, though. <laughs> but I, I also want to say that, like, again, when I was saying that Neflite, for the majority of the time, Neflite is using Molly, yeah. and this is another instance of that because we find out that Neflite's plan now is he's like he he has this inkling that molly doesn't know who sailor moon is but sailor moon definitely knows who molly is because of how often she shows up to save her so he's Mm. actually one of the smartest villains we've had so far (laughs) putting two and two together that like molly because like jedi almost got there because jedi kind of narrowed down the area that they were in but neflite really got it down to one singular person he's like Sailor Moon, whoever she is, knows and is close to this girl. So I need to keep attacking her and abusing her so that I can find her. Oh, geez. That's basically what you're doing. You're not wrong. (laughs) Crazy. Mentally abusing. There we go. Oh, boy. That's going to be better. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. I I get so afraid. I'll I'll get to something later because, like, like, their fight says something so out of context. Like, dude, phrasing. God, for God's sakes, man. (laughs) Yeah. And so he. Basically, he breaks into her room at night. Again, I'm trying to, out of context, it's also terrible. He yeah. breaks into her room at night and he confesses that he is a bad guy and that he they shouldn't see each other anymore, but it's like the gist of it. And that sends Molly into an, an even bigger downward spiral. And he says that the only way that they could ever possibly be together is if he finds out who Sailor Moon is so that he can stop being hunted by Sailor Moon. And that he he's thinking that he, he thinks that she either knows who Sailor Moon is or can lead her, lead him to Sailor Moon. So that's his big plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zoyside just decides that she wants to murder him. <laughs> like, like Zoyside's <laughs> plan is she's tired of having her job taken away by this old man, this old ass man that's going after a kid. She's like, I'm going to stop to this. And she sends out like the B squad of the Doom and Gloom girls to mm-hmm. try and murder this man. It's this is the entire plot of this episode is just so wild because it's like so it's one of those um it, it reminds me a lot of um you know when you're watching precure because I, I know that both of you have seen precure to an extent yeah. like when you're watching precure and you have like six or seven episodes of just monster of the day monster of the day monster of the day and then you get this just like intense plot heavy episode with like a climactic battle and it'll be like episode 17 for some reason like it's just a random ass episode they decided now we're gonna do the plot like that's how this episode feels because there's not really a monster of the day like the 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 assassins that zoysite sends are kind of the monster excuse me they're kind of the monster of the day but for the most part this is just like an action like a full-blown like melodrama throughout the entire time of molly desperately trying to cling to this like not even real relationship that she's made up in her head. <laughs> I just like I just it's it's a very bizarre episode. Yeah, and, and but the weird thing is, it's like there's some enduring, there's some there's some things there that that, that you know. All those aside, there is there is there is a couple of there's a couple to say. Like when she when he's trying to when he's when so they get attacked and like they get attacked by by by, by the Doom and Gloom girls like B squad, 
and um but you know she you know she goes to she she go that um Molly and Nephi go to like go hide from them and there's this really well, there's like there's this moment where she's like you know you know I know a place that sells a parfait you know and he's like yeah, you know what I would like a parfait he's he's almost like this humanity the humanity starting to seep in little by little and it's just like because it leads to it leads to a line that's like you know I'm sorry I can get that parfait and it's like like all, like all joking aside, that's actually kind of powerful. Yeah, uh, you you forgot about Molly's like mental breakdown though, because uh, he confesses to her that he needs to find Sailor Moon because Sailor Moon's trying to kill him. So Molly like has a panic attack and calls Serena in the middle of the night, and it oh, like yeah. it's just like talking like it. It was even in the dub with how goofy the accents are for Molly and some of the other characters and stuff. These emotional scenes still translate very well mm-hmm. because of the animation yeah. stuff. But Molly is legitimately breaking down because she like this man that she feels like she loves. I don't want to say she actually loves him because she's fourteen. Um, but this man that she feels this connection to has just told her that he's probably going to die unless she, a child. A junior high school child can find out the identity of a superhero, which is just an insane, stressful, like, mental thing to put on anybody, let alone somebody that is in grade school, like junior high. And so she has this breakdown and calls Serena. And of course, Serena actually is Sailor Moon, but Molly doesn't know that at this point. And Sailor Moon's like, oh, crap, Neflite is there. I've got to go save her. And that's when all this starts going down with the Doom and Gloom girls. And also she puts on her school uniform to go save Molly, which is very weird. <laughs> like, cause she's running, it's like 3 a.m. and she's running down the streets in her school uniform. It's like, okay. Um, and then she also transforms. And I think that's the Neflite line that you're saying was very bad out of context. Mm. Cause he said, I watched you while you changed. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. I watched you change. I watched as you change. That's the one. I was like, phrasing, phrasing Neflite. Phrasing! Holy yeah, heck. Like, uh, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, I, I put jail now. Go to jail. Go to jail now. <laughs> just like, just wrote down, the jail oh card. god, no, it's happening again. That's what Ali wrote. It's like, oh my god, it's happening again. I just gave you the benefit of a doubt in the last episode. Now you're being a creep to Serena. Like, no, go to jail. No, no, no. That's all. Yeah, they have that. It's like, you know, yeah, I literally, I really wrote down phrasing and just being capital letters. It's like, yeah. Oh, oh no, poor child, poor person, poor everything. So yeah, and then they get attacked. They get attacked, and you know, yeah, they go, they go out. Netflix gets stabbed. Yeah, and you know she's, and then like, but she's, but uh, but Molly's there to take care of him. And then, like I said, like 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 like, all joking aside, you know, um, you have there's these these like I said like there's these really like if this was if if this was in any other show where like like when it wasn't just creepy. In context, um, it, this would have been like this would have been a, a more beautiful scene where they're just if having they, this quiet moment. Where just if they just would have made the because the the I, I really want to say like I can't say this without conviction like with conviction I mean but I really feel like a lot of the characters in general like not just Darian to, uh, uh, Mamoru in the manga were younger and I feel like the also the because the what you find out towards the end of the series is that these four generals were Darian's generals whenever he had the Earth Kingdom uh, back during when Serena was president. Before, president. President. President Queen of the Moon. Yes. When she was president of the moon. When she was president of the moon before. And then the, you know, Queen Serenity reset time and everything and made and, and had everybody be reborn. Um, but 
they were his generals and i believe in the manga like don't quote me on this but i believe they were all closer in age to him yeah like like jedi was like 16 i think the other ones were like 17 to 19 which yes is still an age gap but a much less cringe like hard to watch age gap so i i really feel like this the the producers anime just made some really weird changes with the ages because mm-hmm. if they had just kept the if they had made the them look younger and i mean they never explicitly state how old maxfield is but he has a car and he's portrayed as like this rich billionaire playboy so he's obviously not 16 so that's what makes it problematic <laughs> uh because anime ages are always very hard to pin down unless they outright say it like mm-hmm. we know that we know that sailor moon is like 14 and 15 during these seasons because she outright says it in the japanese version like and mm-hmm. in the manga so we have her exact age but some of the other characters can be a little bit more mysterious but like maxfield is definitely not a teenager <laughs> like but if they had just kept him if they if they had just made him like de-aged him a little bit and made him my like instead of being like a millionaire playboy maybe he was just kind of like ali and ann were where they were just really popular kids at the school and they had a lot of influence like with high schoolers or something like that even then that would have made it less cringe and and a lot more um easy to accept this quote relationship that happens oh man yeah he gets stabbed and he starts dying and molly tries to pull out the spikes because they they're like poisoning him or something i think they're doing something they're they're, they're something about something about sucking the energy away or something like that yeah yeah and uh sailor moon comes in they do their old reliable of creating some myths so that they can Sailor Moon can do her tiara attack and do all of her dances before she attacks them. Um, and they get rid of the monster of the day, but they don't get there in time to save Nephlight. And he ends up fading away in Molly's arms. And it's creepy age gap aside. It's still a very sad scene mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, it's, it was. Like the, It's so emotional. Even again, even in the dub with Molly's weird accent, they still managed to make this very emotional and very hard hitting. And at the time, this was not something that we saw a lot on television, like characters legitimately dying. Like it happened in Dragon Ball Z, but that again was an anime, you know? So this like idea of people actually dying, I mean, he was a villain, but he seemed to be making that heel turn to where this um, American, if this was an American production, he probably would have become a good guy because you know american cartoons don't typically kill off characters mm-hmm. at least not back then they didn't yeah hey so yeah you, you, you never seen yeah it's so slowly we started to see him slowly trying to get regain trying to gain a little bit of his humanity and we saw it early on like in the earlier episodes like you know all joking aside there was one where he's all like you know why do i have why do i have these feelings you know and it's like so it's, it's less like you know the it's less him being like you know it, I, 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 my is like but how i interpreted it and I guess this is how like they the, the writers are interpreted it. Like he's less um he's less attracted and more like he's trying he's slowly finding his humanity. And at the end, he finally finds it at the cost of his uh, cost of his life. Mm-hmm. So, um, Komi, um, you know, all joking aside, all that stuff. What were your what were your thoughts on this? Okay, well, you know, creepiness aside, um, this particular episode, I forgot. Like, yeah, aside the weird accent for Molly. Oh my gosh. Um, aside from that, it was actually a really touching scene of having of um Netflight finding a chance to um get in touch with this humanity and actually have like a regular conversation with molly 
which was yeah it was really really sweet um really really wholesome and um how they how they um like edited the um the death scene was really well done and they let the music and the silence do its work towards the end which was like it was very beautiful um yeah i mean you know despite you know the creepiness aside i i think this was actually a really good episode I'm right for your final thoughts on this episode. Two things. One, I want to. I cannot stress enough. Um, I I read an article on Tuxedo Unmasked. Um, and I'm paraphrasing a lot. Please go check out his website because he does deep dives that are incredible. Because he like reads interviews from obscure magazines and translates them and stuff like that. Because he lives in Japan, so he'll go to like these secondhand shops and find all this like crazy information and stuff. Um, but he basically. Um, in one of his articles, he in the interviews, he did say that this story arc saves Sailor Moon from cancellation, so it is important there. But it's personally important to me because without this, I don't think we would have gotten my favorite iteration of Nephrite, um, which is the live-action version of Nephrite, because they have a similar um, trajectory, except he, I don't believe he goes after Naru. I'm almost positive he doesn't. I'm, it's been a long time since I've watched it. But he does fall out of graces with Queen Beryl and gets disgraced and, like, finds his humanity. And he's one of the first ones that starts reawakening to his memories. And I just, I don't know if that story arc would have existed had we not had this story arc first in the anime where Nephlite had was the first one to kind of refine his humanity and to really realize that they aren't negaverse monsters, they aren't, you know, dark moon monsters or whatever. They're humans that have been corrupted by Queen Beryl. And that was so beautifully done in the live action PGSM show. Um, I, I, I really, I would love to find a venue to talk about that show more in depth at, at, um, on another day. But this is... I, I don't think that without the story arc that would have happened the same way because a lot of the same story beats were hit just without the romance. It was more about his like internal struggles with who he was and who he felt like he should be. And it was, is a very, very good. If you have not seen the live action Sailor Moon, I really recommend you track it down and watch it. Cause it is very much worth the time. But yeah, the, this episode in particular, this story arc in particular, um, it's just one of those things where it's got the good and the bad, but I really feel like the impact outweighs the bad stuff that happened for sure. Um, as for me, I, I felt like I said, like all, 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 all kidding, all jokes aside, I did, I did really find that it was really impactful, especially if you put it in the context of like he's like Nephrite just like slowly finding his humanity, and just as he found it, you know, he got he got that kicked out of, kicked out of kicked out underneath the got the the. Um, the chair kicked underneath him, and he just unfortunately had to pass away. But you know, and and like I said, like there's just so there's so much there's so much good like like there like there's good storytelling to be had here. And like I said, like nowadays this the storytelling would have been done differently. And if they would have done it differently, I think would have been I think the, I think the, the creepiness would have been like and I think it would have been a lot better for it. But for for its time and everything else, I thought that this was just it. overall. I this was like out of all of them. Of all the episodes this time, this was like one of my favorite episodes of this block of it. Because mm-hmm. just because of its mm-hmm. impact, and just because like for the first like there, there wasn't any weird like weird editing things. There wasn't no like really thick accent aside from Molly, but even Molly was being subdued a lot of times. Like she, like she, she was like the, the actress was like was like like they knew what they knew what they were what they were doing at the time, and you they like yeah she she had she had to keep that accent up, but it wasn't like a detriment. It felt like you know it was like like. We we've gone so we we've gone so 
um, it became like it became very natural, and it just it became like you didn't really notice it at times. So props to props to props to the voice actors for actually knowing when to be serious with with the material and knowing when to when, when knowing like like when to scale back and all that things. And they they did that perfectly with the set. Like I said, that exchange between Molly and and uh, and their fight where he's like talking about parfaits was. But the, like in out of context, is beautiful. is creepy, but in in context, where he's slowly trying to get back his humanity, is it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of a touch. So, final thoughts on these group of episodes, Rumi. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, wow. This was I look. I haven't dived back into this particular dub in quite a while, and gosh, yeah. This was it's it has been really fun looking back and. Again, my goodness, the sass was everywhere. Mm-hmm. There was so much sass. There were so much like jokes that I was like, "Holy crap!" I understand these jokes now, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's, it's been a, a riot <laughs> because I was like, "Wow, this is." At some parts, it's like, "Dude, this is totally '90s vibes," and I really forgot. I really forgot about those back then. Like, uh, oh my gosh. It truly but, was a. It truly was a dough of its time. Yeah, it really was, as you describe, really a time capsule of just just opening up and you find these ridiculous references. Story like Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, we did. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like the Joey Lawrence thing. Like, I knew about it way before because, um, again, Scarlett, Scarlett, you know, on Game Asbel, she used to host. She used she used to the panel. She she discussed uh, that she added that clip too, and I was like, "I was like, yeah, that was uh, and like she that, and that was like the very first clip that that stuck that just stuck out that just stuck out of my mind of that clip where she's like, it, absolutely, yeah, it's so, I was like, it's so, so, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and there's like I said, there's so much sass from Luna being being sassy to like to um to ne- to Zoe's like being just being an asshole to 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 yeah. Nephrite, and and like I said, they're, they're like you go you go more and more, and it's like. Everybody's getting getting one off of getting one off of everybody. Like I know, like Ray was getting a lot, a lot of them off of off of Serena. Hell, even even Mo- even uh, Molly and Amy were like gave gave a couple of sick friends like ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's but, yeah, but really, I, I I just been really enjoying it. I I know it's at times. Oh yeah, it's cheesy. It's like, but I think that's I don't know something about this dub is it's very charming. It's a very strange but charming dub. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like Earthbound. If you go back to Earthbound, there's so many weirdness to it, and I love mm-hmm. it. it. It's kind of like that kind of weirdness, and yeah, I I really I really been enjoying these. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you do. Carrie Fur, your final thoughts on this block of episodes? This, I mean, these last block of episodes. I mean, this is um this was a hard one to talk about just because there are. Some serious topics in this that, you know, you want to make sure that you word things carefully. And and again, not to <laughs> not to harp on Twitter, but Twitter is so apt to cling to little things like this. I'm I know if this was if this came out in in this state in 2023, man, it would be a disaster. Um <laughs> it would just be bad. It'd probably be the next Velma, to be honest with you. People would be yelling at it. No. Um, but Really, when when you dissect it, these again, these episodes are so important, especially these last two episodes. And the even the the Princess Diamond episode was a really important episode too. 
I love Zoicite, so I love see like I love the dynamic between Zoicite and Nephrite, so it's gonna be sad that that's gonna be missing. But now Zoicite is going to turn her anger on Tuxedo Mask for the most part and just antagonize Tuxedo Mask all the time, which I'm very much looking forward to going forward now. Of course, we've got uh, Sailor um, Jupiter, and then very quickly after that, Sailor Venus coming out. Um, so that's going to really round out the cast and get this to the point to what I consider to be like the golden era of Sailor Moon, the end of the first season, and are are just so nostalgic to me. Um, so I'm really excited where we're going. But the like this is this is a group of episodes that if you had asked me three or four years ago. I would have just been like, no, skip it. Just get get to Sailor Jupiter joining. That's when the show really picks up. But I I couldn't have been more wrong, to be honest with you. Like rewatching these, I have realized the charm and why this was even at this stage such a phenomenon. And I just absolutely have the utmost respect for this story arc. And you know, it it's got its problematic parts, but a lot of things from the eighties and nineties have problematic bits to them. You know, and you just have to figure out if you can still enjoy it. And I, I feel like there's enough emotion to make it feel not just exploitative to me to make this really feel like it was a must watch. Yeah, I, my opinion too. Um, my, I like a lot of it. Like this, like I, I have to keep on emphasizing, like joking aside, and I'll, I'll open this side. It would do was some incredible episode. Um, like even even the even the lesser episodes, like the animation episode, was a really fun to watch. Just as as it as it is. And like I said, this little this little arc with with, with Molly being with, with this little arc with Molly and and Nephi was really cool. Like overall, you know, weirdness aside, but um, yeah, I, I will agree. It's like you know, if we didn't have these episodes, a lot of the, a lot of the impact, a lot of the impact that, that happens later on is going to be lost because like there is this, this there's a sense of like um, humanity that, that that gets that that's there, and you don't really get. I, I, I guess it's another reason why. Um, I, I guess this is another reason why I, I like you know why another reason why something like Sailor Moon Crystal kind of like failed is that you don't have like you don't you have no time for that you don't have you, like because of its rapid pace you have no time for these these character moments and you tend to miss out on a lot of it so like mm-hmm. mm. so like I do like you know like do if they do go into the well of Sailor Moon again and want to remake it you know well well we do have well it's great we have a manga accurate one I think I think I, I think I think just have, just 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 adapting this. Adapting one of the some of the better parts of of, of these of these group of, of the, this particular series and going forward with everything else would be a, would be more beneficial. And like I said that like this was so this was so good. I really I really enjoyed all joking. Uh, so yeah, why don't we close things down for the episode? As always, always when we when we when we promote our wares, Comey, where can they find you on the interwebs? Oi, okay, so I am actually slowly coming back on streaming. There will be an announcement tomorrow at um, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Time. But you will find me um, to check out announcements at my Twitter, uh, VT. And if you want to check out what's what I'm cooking up on streaming for this week, that will be on twitch.tv slash Comeyburn. All right. And I'll post all the links on the, on the description. All right, Furry. Where can he find you on the interwebs? Here. You can find me here. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm here. I'm on the SD Cosmocast. I'm on Twitter reluctantly currently. Um, I had some. I've, I've just been having some very negative experiences with Twitter, both users and the company. So I'm kind of shopping around for some other uh, social media platforms. So if anybody's got one that's not Instagram because I'm old and can't figure out how that works, uh, <laughs> let me know. 
Um, also, no TikTok because I don't like recording videos, so I, I wouldn't be able to post on that really. But anyway, if, if there's any up and coming uh, social medias, let me know. But for now, I am on Twitter and I am on Instagram. <laughs> the two that i said that i didn't want to be there um at common rider furry uh the instagram shows off my collectibles and also at the doll furry um on instagram is my doll collection that i am starting to show i do doll fixes and toy fixes and stuff like that um to donate to kids i take a lot of um thrift store and big lots on ebay and mercari of just these busted dolls and I fix them up the best that I can and I donate them so that kids will have actual clean, nice, not ratty matted hair or anything like that. Not bubble gum in the hair, not cut hair, whatever nice figures and dolls to play with because I was, I've, I've been in that situation before. Um, but you can check out those transformations on the doll furry. Um, and I do have my own podcast and yes, we are talking about how to bring that back and the format and the the dates and things like that it's still very early in because i did have some real life stuff pop up that kind of blocked that from happening and also i wanted to make sure that um this podcast in particular was really getting in the groove before i added a third to the mix just to make sure that mentally i can handle three podcasts at the same time <laughs> so um that i wanted to make sure that i wasn't you know putting a lot of work into cosmocast and here and another one and just spreading myself to then. So ancient anime will be back at ancient anime pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram is where you're going to find those announcements in the coming weeks of when that will happen. But yeah, that's where you can find me. All right. You can find me over at L underscore Ramses. Um, I unfortunately, like, there, since there is no other place for me to go, I just keep on posting things, and unfortunately, that's unfortunately the slave to the system. Unfortunately, so not, just like I'm really afraid if there's a place where everybody else is going, just speak up and I'll go there with, with everybody else. <laughs> but like I said, right now it's just like it's one of the things where right now I'm just like you know, unfortunately, like it's one of the things where it's like you there is no other place you can go right now. So so you can find me there. I'm on Instagram as well. I post, I post like again, just like I'm referring. I post a lot of my my collection and a lot of my wares there. So if you if you're interested in it, I'll post a link to that as well. Um, I host another podcast called the Saint Terry Cosmocast. We record every two weeks. So next week we are going to be returning back to our regular format of doing some episodes and you know looking back at the news. Not really much to discuss in the news right now, but in terms of what's going on. But as but it's interesting because like as because we're ramping up to the end of like the, the current arc of the of the, of the century arc. I really cannot wait to like get to get to those last couple of episodes. In. So it's finally it's finally interesting that we're getting to that, and then we're getting, then after that we have the movie as well. And it's, it's just it's just we're we're going all like full steam ahead with with, with Saints. I also mm-hmm. another, I also another podcast called um uh, called the Saturday Morning Squad. And right now it's kind of in flux because Rob is kind of like he's been he's been like going through work issues. But it looks like we're going to be recording an episode Tuesday. So be on the lookout on my feed just in case. That's all I gotta say is like if you have any inkling as to like what, what that podcast, just subscribe to it because like it will like random episodes will will drop. So yeah, just be on the lookout for for an episode when that drops as well. And I believe you can find it at um at Saturday at SaturdayMSquad.tumblr.com. Again, the address is at SaturdayMSquad.tumblr.com. You can find this podcast on like all major podcasting services like like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, um, Apple, um, and um. Amazon and other places as well. So just just look for Sailor Moon says you will find. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you very much for listening. 
For Conrader Frey, for Comey, I'm Ramses, and I'm here to tell you, Sarah Moon says. I like to do things fast and get them over with, like homework. But that's how you make mistakes. Patience doesn't come easy, I know. Slow down, take your time, and do it with care. It takes less time to do it right than doing it fast and having to go back and do it again. So when are you going to apply this principle to your eating habits? <laughs> Slow down, Edie. You've got to be kidding. 